What's up, everybody? Another episode of Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. And this is Mark. Mark, I've been looking forward to this episode. Yeah. It's been two years. You weren't, no. even, you weren't even my partner then, back when we had these <laughs> Wow, guests that's on. harsh. Um, <laughs> you weren't as excited as I was because I came last night. <laughs> you, you did. That's I how said, excited I, I was. You I sat, came you, 24 hours early. You sat down with your bag of food. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, we're recording. I was like, that's tomorrow night. He's like, and you just grabbed your shit and walked out. Well, I was going I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's because the cool people weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, Ian and Megan from Stone's Throw Brewery, one of our favorite breweries in the world, but probably our favorite definitely in Little Rock. We go yeah. there often. We will say, yeah. we've said it numerous times on the show, the greatest beer we've ever had. <laughs> oh, came from this one. Yeah. Came from this. And that, that is like, this is a show that bullshits a lot. This <laughs> is the one thing that no. is 100% not bullshit. You and I and D agree on one fact in yeah. of life, and yeah. that that was the greatest beer ever made. Yes, it was. And I... Yes. And they even mentioned it off air. So, that, so right, I, I, right, can, no. I can attest to no, the non-bullshit nature of this. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. quiet for 30 minutes one night waiting for Aaron and D to catch up to me because they're slow. The, the coldest because night that's how beer. great yeah. beer. It, it was, was cold. Yes. And I sat there quietly for 30 minutes waiting for you shitheads to catch up with me because it was it was amazing beer. Yes. yes. That was yes. a great night for oh my 30 God. degrees in Little yeah, Rock, yeah. Arkansas. Smoking some cigar sickles and having some, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some, yeah. some hot beverages. Right. <laughs> So, it was amazing so we are smoking the uh, one of our favorite brands. We talk about it all yep. the time. Yep. Um, and so we're having, a, having an array of beer tonight. So I wanted something that would go with either beer that we're having. So I grabbed the Crux Limitada PB5. Um, it's a mid to three quarter at most, earthy, creamy, and nutty. I mean, that's just, you're going to get something out of every beer. Earthy, uh, creamy, and nutty. Isn't that. that all three of the flavors? I'm giving Sam <laughs> when, a hard time. When, when all my powers combine, <laughs> right, I become right. Kevin Plant. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder, uh, Wonder Twins yeah. connect. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is, is the PD5, not the show one. What was the other one? The one was, um, so they have the show. This is the, 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 yeah, the, the box press. Okay. Um, this one is the, this is my second favorite crux. Uh, Third favorite. I this was this one's probably my this second. This is my favorite child. Nope, nope. This is my second favorite child. No. <laughs> no, this is this is definitely my this is my second favorite crux next to the Epicure. Um, but everybody already knows how much of an Epicure ho I am when yeah. it comes to yeah. number one is cigar of the year for me. I mean, but whatever. Well, this is the yeah. this is the next best thing to that. Yeah. So what are we drink or what are we yeah, what are we drinking with it? <laughs> I was going, what are we eating? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like holding out on me. What are we drinking? So we have our Riverdale Pale Ale. It's one of our year-round selections that we've just started offering in uh, four packs to go. Um, so that's what I brought here tonight for you guys to kind of sample and QC for us. Make sure it's holding up in the can nicely. Oh, it is. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a really approachable, more of an English than American style pale ale. If you it really is. had to nail it down like mm -hmm. that, it has that nice kind of bready, clean backbone to it. That's um, right. I mean, pale ale, um, the American pale ale, I'm... Uh, is a, is a little different than this, like you said. This is more. So, of a, what's the what's the difference? Because I've never heard that terminology before. Honestly, I'd say hops. Like yeah. okay. the American yeah. is yeah. a little bit more pinier okay. and just a more astringent. You're like Oscar Blues Dale's Pale Ale. I think is like yeah. the quintessential American Pale Ale. Okay. Um, and it, that's kind of flavor profile is really more akin to like a standard IPA. Okay. Honestly. 
Yeah, but usually, usually not as strong. Um, uh, the, the the English pale ales tend to be a little more on the bitter side, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just because of the nature of the English hops. Uh, but American pale ales, the uh, the hop flavor is a lot more in the uh, in the mm-hmm. you know on the tongue and in the uh, and in the in the nose, like more bittery side. Uh, not really bitter. It just just uh, as she said, more citrusy, more okay. more floral pine and fruity. A lot too. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of pine. But but they use specifically American hops, which just have a a different kind of flavor profile than the English. English ones do. Okay. Yeah. So, and right. they're just, there's just a lot more of them up front. So you taste them a lot more instead of just feeling the bitterness of them. Nice. Yeah. Approachable is the right word. This is yes. really, it's got, I love uh, IPAs. Um, although I'm uh, at times a little put off by the over IPA. The, yes. the, mm-hmm. um, and this is really approachable. <laughs> and that's what I, I mean, like, like the, uh, the, uh, Triple hop. Have you ever had the? Uh, I think it was by Tallgrass. The Ethos. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Oh, yeah. Man. I was, remember uh, that black and orange kind of. Yeah. 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 Had like had like Hecate the cave pa- cave paintings. Yeah. yeah. I think that was. I forget what the uh, what the IBU on that was, but it was hot. A bit. It was. It a was. Bit. That was a good <laughs> one. Like, it was like a mouthful of yeah, hops. It was a couple. Tallgrass. I missed them. Oh, no. Buffalo Sweat. Eight bit, bro. Velvet The eight bit was the jam. So good, man. Come back, Tallgrass. I know. I so did. They, sure was tall grass they, they went under. <laughs> Did they go under? Really? Yeah. Yeah, they have a tap room, right? I they think they like closed their manufacturing. They survived, but they um, uh, essentially they took the money to expand, uh-huh. and it didn't work out. And, and I, I think it might. I think they got went in with an equity group or something uh, like that okay. that just like liquidated the chip. Yeah, when, they're when they're based the out of uh, small C in Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Like right, the, I'm going to Kansas. The Buffalo yeah. Sweat. Was yeah. it, it was the uh, the oatmeal was oatmeal, oatmeal, oatmeal yeah. cream? Yeah, yeah. And they had that vanilla buffalo sweat uh-huh. dog. Yeah, the vanilla bean. That. God, it was so good. Yeah, that that was uh, well, and the and the rooster, their triple uh, velvet uh, rooster, the velvet rooster in a can. Like I drank that at kickball. And <laughs> that was one of those super messed up. Too, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, tall boys of like triple, <laughs> like while playing kickball. I was like always bad. So uh, so while we're on tall because cans uh, are, are great for this. Um, uh, my kickball team, uh, we, we were actually sponsored by Tallgrass at one point, uh, uh, which wow. means our sponsorship was, here's a bunch of cases of beer yeah. to drink. Uh, <laughs> that is the greatest sponsorship. Uh, it was a great sponsorship right. uh, until we had a double header because I was very good at rashing it out. So it's like, okay, so we've got like 40 beers per game, uh, which, is, which is a fine amount for like, you know, uh, if you've got like 12, 15 people playing sure. or whatever. Yeah. We had a double header and like, 10 people showed up and we had 80 <laughs> beers and we drank every damn one. And they played something called wizard sticks. Uh, you ever, ever heard of wizard sticks? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it's great with tall boys because you finish your beer and you tape your next beer to the top of it. And then you finish that one and you take your next beer. <laughs> and so you, you have to let, you have to hold on to it. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. You have to hold on to it. Like you have to control and it's still like drink staff. out the beer. It becomes your wizard staff. And you know, it grows to like, you know, 10 beers tall or something like that. So you're trying to drink this thing, but um, whoever's got the tallest wizard stick uh, uh, pretty much gets to be boss. Yeah. And so they get to boss everybody else around. Yeah. So I don't, it I don't, like I don't, it, it's, it's persecuting short people. I'm all for this. Yeah. Well, I was about to say grand wizard, but that's not really no, good. No, connotation. no, 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 was it, wasn't that kind of wizard stuff? Wrong, yes. wrong, uh, right. wrong part of Arkansas. Yeah, I want to yeah. be Gandalf. I think that's the where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I just found out a new outdoor kind of game that is perfect for drinking this weekend. I've never heard it before, but it's called like... Hacky Sack? <laughs> yeah, Hacky Sack. I don't, so I don't know how to say it. But it's Coob or Cub. Oh, Coob. Yeah. K-U-B-B. They've, they've come to our block party in the past. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I've never seen that before, and it looked like it could be 
dangerous yes. for one because that definitely looks like a drinking game but it reminded yes. me of like how people get like impaled with lawn darts yeah, yeah. but then like you're throwing just <laughs> chunks of wood across the <laughs> across the pitch yeah. <laughs> the guy who t- introduced me that he yeah. runs the local Coob league i guess is what you would call it i don't know he said it, it's also called viking chess yeah so i think you're like okay. really like hitting the nail on the head yes. with like it being like a big drinking yeah. game and so I, was, I was watching some videos and i guess they the the smaller four by fours are called skulls. And then you have mm-hmm. bones that were supposed to be actually like femur bones mm-hmm. of like the people that did you know, conquest. And I'm like, this is like just <laughs> metal. Like, oh my God. Exactly. <laughs> so, metal. so I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's yeah, that's a, that's a game I can definitely see, uh, you know, many a beers being drunk while that's being played. So I played in my backyard, uh, a sort of simplified drinking uh, version of that, uh, that we called beer cricket. Um, uh, where we would um, uh, line up like uh, four or five bottles in a row on each end, yeah. and we'd have a team on each end, and there would be like a gla- a small glass of beer in the middle, and you'd throw a frisbee, and if you knocked one of the uh, one of the bottles over, you um, you ran to the other side while the a pre selected person for the other team ran and tried to drink the beer. Uh, and you had as much time to knock over as many of the of the bottles as you could uh, before he finished uh, finished the beer, uh, and and I was like, okay, that's kind of fun. And then I saw Coop was like, oh, this is kind of the same thing except yeah. for a lot harder core. <laughs> like, this is just <laughs> this is just a lot more involved yeah. and just a lot cooler. <laughs> it's like during during the uh, during the holidays, my brother and I we we always have like some sort of drinking game, and he played it in college. I never heard about it, but it was a, a drunk Mario Kart. Oh. So you mm. have to you have like a couple beers lined up and you have to finish the beers before you finish the race, but you can't drink the beers while you're driving. So you you either uh-huh. you either pound the beers oh. right away and then you can do the course or you drive a little bit, stop, drink, drive a little bit, <laughs> stop, drink. So it's all like what are you going to do? And I was like, this is what you're fucking learning in college. <laughs> it's like you're teaching your older brother this. So I, I feel old um, because we played like bocce ball in yeah. like uh, like bocce ball in college. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I mean, in like and we played a little of the cornhole thing, but mm-hmm. to be honest with you, that was a little uh, trailer park for us. Mm. Um, and, and now s- that shit's on ESPN. Oh, yeah. That shit's on, mm-hmm. and they don't play bocce ball. And I know. ESPN. We played a shit ton of bocce ball on, in college. I do like some bocce ball. Uh, that is a good one. Because mm-hmm. it was low, like, you know, yeah. we bought one set, and yeah. as long as you weren't too drunk, ish. So you there's, you, didn't lose, you yeah. didn't lose stuff. <laughs> you could have that set. So you know, there's a, there's something they do in County Cork uh, called Irish bowling, and it's just all the people kind of get together on the road, and then they th- they roll a giant steel ball down the road, and they like have to bend around cur- uh, like corners and stuff, and you just you 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 go to like you just start one place and then you end up at a pub. So we used and the to person do the who, who doesn't college. like the least amount of throws wins. It's we just, did this thing in college called we went to somebody's apartment and we played music and we drank. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's not as much work as rolling a big steel ball down the road, but it... You got to earn it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. But we danced. Uh, I, I've seen you dance. <laughs> right. Like, I fucking care. <laughs> just, just for the record. Uh, as long as I'm having fun, mm-hmm. right? 
I well, did okay. Well, speaking of having fun, so the reason why we had y'all on, <coughs> yeah. we want to bring you on, was because not just to talk about the greatest talk about, we ever yeah, had. Yes, but also there was <laughs> your seventh anniversary or eighth eight. anniversary. Eighth anniversary eight. is happening. Wow. Times get yeah. away from that. Yeah, we kinda, does feel like last year. I was going to say last year last was year, kind of a wash. Yeah, it's a but, really, really, but it's a really long. Yeah, year. we'll yeah. just scrub that one down. Yeah. Your your block party is coming up, and we block set up party is off we set up a tent and sell cigars. It is as as hot and shitty as <laughs> Arkansas is in July. That is the one yeah, but highlight. It doesn't matter. In yeah. no, but I'm just saying for me personally, that is one of the highlights of First July. Of all, it's at night. Yeah. There are food but it trucks. Start at night. They serve. It's like yeah. four. So I mean, yeah, you got to you, you got to like, come early. You got to come in. And when you set up, there's still a little bit of sun. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because yeah. It, like there's that that wide of like hurt. trees and yeah. just like it doesn't cut through but no that's so that's one of my favorite events we've done a lot of events with y'all collaborations but that is by far probably my favorite cigar event that we do yeah. with anybody else because it is just we're always hooked up right behind the stage you yeah, know you we're right by spot. the entryway entryway and it's just like great advertising if people come by get a cigar and then they're just walking down just the block and out, just drinking a beer, smoking oh, a cigar so in the what, middle of the it's street. A couple yeah. blocks, <laughs> a couple yeah. blocks. Because yeah. the two previous years I was there, there was food trucks mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I mean, JT and I went with our wives, well, his girlfriend, my wife, yeah. and uh, we just walked, and it was like it was like cool food trucks. Yeah. It was like I remember the one year they had Slanders. Dumpling, place. yeah, Slater's. Yeah, he's so coming this year. Back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's man. coming this year. So yeah. Slater is great. Slater is so great. What, so what's on the uh, what's on the docket? What's what's going on this year? I'm gonna uh, leave uh, leave that to Megan. She's been putting all this t- together this year. Well, let's see. Yeah, we got you guys in the beer garden, serving up cigars and selling those to people, and having a little smoking area there if you want to kind of chill out. That's right adjacent to the stage where we're gonna have uh, the big damn horns headlining that night. So that's gonna be fun. <laughs> and uh, nice. there, and our brewer is the bassist of that band. Yeah. So just a shameless plug. So I mean, you know. It's <laughs> It's fun to like. They're awesome. We can't count him during the festival, but it's fun yeah, to see him up on stage. That's how he gets out of picking up trash during the festival. <laughs> right. Stage yeah. Playing. Oh, yeah. sorry, guys. Oh, we booked my band again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. too bad. <laughs> but they're great. They're a big brass band. They do awesome covers, and mm-hmm. uh, they're awesome. Uh, we're going to have, I've got nine food trucks right now, some craft vendors signed up. So we've got Slater's, El Sur, um, which mm. is like a Honduran street food. Yeah, they're great. Uh, let's see, Low Ivy Catering, Pop Pop and Yum Yum is a barbecue truck that we've worked mm. with the last couple of years at our Stiff Station Tap Room. They've okay. been great working with us over there. It's just it's just a giant party that just goes yep. from what'd you say four until four until ten till curfew 10. Yeah. pretty much. And yeah. we got yeah. an after party yeah. at Fastler, so oh, yeah, if, that's they, right. if you're not done Fassler. at ten, just walk yeah. to the, the three blocks. We've walked from Mac Park so many times. Uh-huh. It's like three blocks down from you know ninth to Capitol to hang out at Fastler, and yeah. they're gonna have three or four of our beers on tap. Probably a food special is what Tamara was telling me today. Yeah. So yeah. The, we will the, have a the very fun time. The greatest thing is like because it is so hot out there, and you know Brandon and I will be selling cigars and I went to go he was like hey go get us a couple of beers so I go and I get the the pineapple cider mm. oh my god ah, yeah. on a hot July yep. day yep. that is the greatest beer for that occasion because I think I drank that damn thing before I was even out of the little booth oh I'm sure are. I mean yeah. it's just like oh. it, it slides right down <laughs> our yeah. ciders are like just juice for grown ups I yeah. swear yeah. They're, yeah. So, they, they're so go good get yeah. you a juice box yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the the Irish in me loves a, a good mm, cider. Yep, I, yep. I always have a cider in the in the house, and oh, yeah. it just hard, it's hard to beat that because I usually I'll I'll start with your your Seamus because I'm a stout guy first, right? right. But there's like. After a while in the heat, those sit a little heavy. So you gotta—it's it's a tough one. You yeah. gotta—you gotta sit it back and 
the cider just ah chef's kiss yeah. just right there yeah it is it is it's nice it, it's super refreshing it uh, is and it it's really not like is, you said yeah. it's a good cider because i think it's not it it is on the sweeter spectrum of what mm-hmm. we do but it is it's still a dry cider as yeah. far as those yeah. go you know what i mean i don't know i like it oh no it's, it's good it, have you had the lulo did you try the lulo cider did which, you have that one which one's that what's a lulo oh so it's a colombian fruit um i don't know it's a little bit tangier and tart and the lulo puree itself kind of tastes like somewhere between a pineapple lime kiwi thing i I don't know uh, when i went to cartagena um like every corner had somebody like juicing these and so uh you just kind of got yourself a little like lulo frosty uh, on the street corner to walk you know it's it's the tropic it's it's hot as hell yeah uh and it was super refreshing (laughs) and uh i'd never seen it then i'd never seen it since and and uh uh, theron signed us up for a new um uh, fruit uh, puree provider that we use for the ciders yeah. and he's, he was giving me the list he's like what is a Lulo I was like I actually know what that is <laughs> they're really good we should make something with them and so we actually named it what is a Lulo, what is a Lulo? cider <laughs> yeah. it's great uh-huh. it's a, just a little fr- citrus fruit that they, yeah, so that they it, grow in Colombia yeah. it looks like an unripe tomato and they're like seedy and that's green what, that's what yeah. I'm saying it looks, yeah I'm looking at it right now it looks like a, almost like a like clementine yep. or yeah, exactly. mandarin orange yeah. kind of size yeah, yeah. Okay, that, uh, shit, sign me up. I'm, I'm all about that. <laughs> okay, shameless plug real quick since we're talking on the fruit puree situation. We're doing what we've never done before this week too. A oh, prickly yeah. pear goza. Ooh. Man, I was taking pictures of it today. It's like hot pink. We're naming it after yeah. Lisa Frank. It's like that pink. So I'm so <laughs> I like, excited. I, I, like a, I like a good goza. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, prickly pear. It tastes really good. I'm so excited. We've actually got a couple gozas uh, uh, down the pipe because we've got the prickly pear that's coming out right now. Uh, but um, our big red ball homebrew contest uh, which we usually do in the winter, but you know, got mm-hmm. postponed. Yeah, uh, uh, we did it uh, last month, and the winner of that was um, it was a Gosa. Was it blackberry? It was a raspberry. 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 It's a raspberry gosa. gosa. Mm-hmm. And so that is the new official beer of kickball. Uh, nice. So, nice. so they're going to be making that all fall uh, for that. So we've got a couple of uh, kind of fun gosas coming out, um, and then we've got a Berliner Weiss right now, which is kind of like a. If Gosa was a Blake canvas, mm-hmm. so it's got the the tartness, but it doesn't have like the salt or the fruit, so you can add that to it. You're actually meant to add things to it. Uh, so yeah, yeah. If you like, if you like a kind of kind of tart beer, we're, we're we're we've got you covered right now. They're they're great summer drinkers because they're just you know they're they're real Easy, refreshing. Fresh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that, that I think that's the thing that everybody looks for is just something that's that's fresh, refreshing. Just right. you know that that beer after you get done mowing the lawn yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like I don't mow lawns, I don't mow, mow my lawn, but. I'll watch the person I pay mo, right, and I'll right. drink a beer. Right. It, 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 I mean, yeah. Just yeah. sit in the Arkansas heat enough, you know. Beer. It's or, a sympathy yeah. beer. Yeah. A yeah. sympathy beer. Yeah. Well, they are, but they're uh, kind of like you know they're um uh, they're like lemonade uh uh like that's that's kind of yeah. what these beers are are trying to create just something like refreshing, but also that kind of has that that electrolyte sort of thing with the uh, with the tartness and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's it's what plants crave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's what Arkansans crave. It's what Arkansans crave. <laughs> Hydrate. <laughs> so how how was the whole earth on fire kind of thing for the tap rooms? <laughs> well, um, it a uh, 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 funny story. I, uh, uh, Megan took over my position about a month and a half uh, before that happened. Um, uh, and so <laughs> thrown right into the fire. Yeah, yeah, Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so, fun. Well, and, and, that's and my and luck. I, and I left to do do something even less impractical during COVID. Uh, I went to become um, uh, the events coordinator at War Memorial Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, of course we were <laughs> All the real busy. Events that were happening <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> right, <no. laughs> so it's like well. 
I guess it's good I'm not at the brewery, but damn, I'm bored. Yeah. You <laughs> did kind of spit it there by the end, though. With the grad, yeah. like by the end of, I mean, the stadium by, by was the one end, of the places. By the that end, had we were like, hey, one of the few. We're spots bigger where... than everywhere else that we're outdoors, and yeah. so we were having all the graduations. We were like doing everything Football by games, the end, but yeah. like, like at first, like you know, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was I was there for Bryant's uh, championship yeah, game again. Yeah, saw yeah. you there, and then you know the Ranger season just ended last just week. Ended, yeah. You know, unfortunately, yeah. they're you know they're done. First time in League Two, but they were real close. Yeah, I mean, it was a win and you're in kind of yep. situation but yep. but to get to that point you know next year is going to be hopefully even better and everything and you know already had two players called up to their national yeah yeah uh, i know for their, crazy? For the nation club <laughs> that's, I mean, that's cool that's, yeah, one that. to zimbabwe and the other one went to uh, uh so I, the the goalie from catholic i think he went to uh bundesliga oh, to play for, cool. for keeper yeah so that's, that's awesome. like yeah i mean just a straight out of high school going to play that's badass in yeah. in the actual bundesliga <laughs> right. is, is huge so that's uh yeah i mean it's when i saw you there i'm like hey what are you what are you doing here this is what I do now. Yeah, this is what I do. <laughs> it's uh, uh no, it, it was interesting. The, the tap rooms though, like you know, um, it was it was rough because yeah. we were closed completely for for the first couple months, uh, and then kind of slowly ease back into it. Uh, Mac Park fared better because it had outdoor seating, mm-hmm. and so that patio was just super popular. Yeah. Uh, like all all last summer and fall. Uh, and, and, you know, that really helped. Uh, but, um, uh, uh, Theron is a beast when it comes to applying for federal money. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that helped a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he, he got everything you possibly can. Good. Uh, uh, but, um, but you know, we, we just kind of, uh, um, Megan's just started doing live music again at stiff station. Uh, and, uh, the trivia has kind of come back. They had a Marvel trivia night on Thursday, which had Ooh, a big crowd. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it was too many people for, for, for my family and they don't know anything about Marvel. It was like, well, we went in, but we had to leave. <laughs> they <laughs> like, got okay, booted. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I was at work. So I was like, well, that's, that's, yeah. that's on y'all. Sorry. Yeah. But, um, but I don't know. Um, uh, uh, Megan was more in the thick of it. What was, uh, uh, what are your thoughts on all that? Uh, <laughs> like running a small brewery during COVID. Well, huh? so like what we How'd saw, <laughs> what we saw was like we actually gained a lot of cigar smokers yep. and everything. Yep. And I figure during everything, you'd have a lot more people drinking just yes. because there's not a lot to fucking do. We had a delivery say, at one point. We were like taking beer to people's houses, and that yeah, was kind of wow. cool. Our yeah. regulars. Shout out to those people. Yeah. You know who you are. Y'all yeah. kept they kept us afloat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, we people, saw. Yeah, yeah we saw the same thing here, where you know instead of just buying two cigars, they would buy four. Right, and kind of things. So I can see right. the same thing. Instead of getting one growler, get two growlers because it's like a right. Tip the servers extra. Like people were very anyways. generous. Yeah. I'm just yeah. happy that we were there. Honestly, still, you know. No, and that's the. I mean, that's the good thing is like we we've always preached like you know supporting the the small local business, the mom and pop shop. I mean, we're not the big conglomerate on the cigar stuff. We're that neighborhood cigar shop and same thing with y'all. You're just the, the microbrewery. And I, you know, every time somebody wanted a beer or whatever, I always, always tell them like, Hey, go check y'all out. And you know, hopefully they did because yeah. it would be stupid of them not to. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we agree. <laughs> so you opening up, you're having music 
what how, how does the music work? So you have uh, live local bands that come in? So or? it's still a pretty, it's having it in our Stiff Station tap room. So it is about double the size of our Mac Park location, but yeah. um, it's still not a huge spot, you know, right. for the live music. Yeah. We don't really have a stage, but we do have room for acoustic sets and cool. local artists come in. And so it is kind of like low-key, cover-free show, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we'll get food trucks out there and just kind of, you know, yeah. chill out, enjoy some local, like Americana or classic rock covers or, you know, originals, depending on the artist. Artists or just awesome. kind of whatever. Um, so this is coming this- week, we got Billy Jeter. We had Brian Nolan out before Townsend. Those are just a couple of names that we've got. But awesome. any Friday, just come out. We probably got a show going on. So cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Trivia on Thursdays. Like we said, we do the themed ones the second Thursday of every month. But just the random knowledge, like general every week is great. That Marvel one would have been fun. Yeah. It would been fun. Because it's like... I wouldn't, we wouldn't win because I mean, you realize the Marvel yeah. geeks are oh, like no, Marvel like, geeks, yeah. right? Yeah. Like Lisa was just the cinematic universe. It wasn't like, you know, back issues that you had to know something about. <laughs> oh, it's it's just, just movies. Yeah, it wasn't like this, <laughs> this issue came out in yeah. 18, yeah. Right, like 1980. Right, right, right. Yeah, but even with that, I mean, we're like, we're like sort of fanboys, but we're not total fanboys. Yeah, right. there's, right. I mean, yeah, they're, we're, we're in that nice little medium range. Right. Like where we, you're right. I, I haven't watched any of the newer, I'm, like. I'm on the verge of disrespecting deep Marvel fans. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to pull back for a second. But yeah, like we go and we enjoy it. And then we high five afterwards. And then we go. That's where also building your yes. team comes yeah. in handy. You have yeah. to be strategic about who you like yeah. put right. in your, in your crew there, you know? Right. Like I, I would be like, I wouldn't be a good anchor. But I'd be like, I'm a good second leg. Yeah, yeah. I love like, trivia. I can, I can hand the oh, baton yeah. off really well. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, no, this is yours. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like a trivia strength? Like, I'm definitely just like the catch-all random knowledge. Like, some just off the wall. I'll get one random thing here and there. But um, sometimes I'm okay it. at sports. I'm I'm just I'm like you. I'm I'm like, yeah. I mean, like obscure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't know. See, like trivia, like in my family, my dad, he he won on some cruise that he went on. He just knows stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's unbelievable. And, I, and I'm, I'm pretty good at trivia as well, but the stuff yeah. that he does, it's unbelievable what hmm. he can just pull so out I'd of say ass. like, I'm pretty good at literature, but then I, we would go and we'd go do it at the libraries with like guys and like, uh, and they just, would ask you like the first uh, sentence of like books and you're uh-huh. going, well, I... <laughs> I'm a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about big themes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The big first picture sentence. kind of guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. Because <laughs> they're like going the first sentence of books, and I'm going, wow, that's got to be 1800s. Yeah. I think yeah. it's yeah. one of these three offers. Good luck picking a title. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I don't know what like my trivia subject would be. Like, I was never really good at trivial pursuit, mm. except for like the, I guess the entertainment side. I was, yeah, I was okay with that stuff. But like when it comes to like history, like I was like, Oof. see, that's more my strong point. Like, uh, like history, politics, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 Ian's I'm a good one to have on the cruise for sure. We've yeah, trivia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm terrible at geography. I know that much. Random <laughs> shit that there's no reason I should know that I just know. <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I know. The, I get like one of those yeah, in a blue yeah. moon. The last time I was in like a, a trivia thing, I, one of the I forget what the question was, but the answer was Lisa Loeb, and I knew that for some <laughs> odd reason. I'm really and that, all right, man. and that was like, and it won the thing. And they're like, "How do you know that?" I was like, "Honestly, no idea." Right? It's like right. I can I can see yeah. her in my head. I know what she looks like, and I knew that one big song, and I liked it. But I I mean I couldn't tell you anything else about Lisa Loeb except that one that one so, round. 
So the problem with music is, and, and I'm super strong as long as you're 60s forward, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right? And so, like, Lisa Loeb, I know a ton about Lisa Loeb. She was undersigned. Stay was never signed on a label, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know, like, a ton of stuff. But they always ask, like, okay, so Mozart, and I'm going, like. <laughs> the thing with well, our trivia is it's, like, new. It's Good. pop questions. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, the oh, last I 10 years, I'm out of it. Like, yeah. I don't, which oh, is. Oh, it's new stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. BTS. I have a window, he for sure. BTS. <laughs> so, Mo has got. 1980 country music for uh, 100, I'm killing, right? See, like, right. Mo, Mo has showed me about a new artist. Doji cat, Doge cat. Oh, Doge cat, yeah. And I was like, all right, I can, I can get with this, but like, I've never heard of her before. But I was like, okay, this is like, oh, she, this video has seventy million views. I'm like, it came oh out like two God. weeks ago. It's like, where are these people coming from? They're just like blowing up out of nowhere. But it's like, we live in the age of TikTok now. Right. So it's yeah, just like, are those real? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, the reason I, I understand, but they sort of inflate those counts. I don't uh, I And don't you know. have to think about it's like one person watching it. Like, yeah, you got a super fan that watches like, it ten times in a row. I mean, I love this song, repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Another hit. I was a kid in the backseat <laughs> driving to Florida watches it 800 times. Right, right, right. <laughs> but still, it's I mean. Doge cat. Yeah. <laughs> but still, 70 million is not anything. No, to, I mean, no, that's impressive. That's a lot. That's a big trip to Florida. I mean, I can't imagine 70 million of anything. Yeah. Like, uh, how many cigars do you think you've smoked? Definitely not 70 million. We, but so I think, can you ballpark I think we, it? Oh, I think we did this uh, about a year ago. We talked about like how many cigars do you think you've smoked in your lifetime? And it was in the thousands. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you got, because I normally smoke at least one a day. Right. So that's, let's just say round that up to an easy 400 a year. But then there's some days where I'll have like seven. And then, so it's like, all right, let's just say, yeah, palette sharp. At let's the just end of that day. Let's just, oh my god. And so let's like, let's just say an an, an easy like eight hundred a year. And then I've been smoking for almost twenty years, but I haven't been that heavy. So yeah. I mean, it's been maybe now close. You put, to, a, you put on twenty pounds yeah, for the oh, COVID thing. Yeah. No, that's not what we're talking about. Maybe um, close to like ten thousand. Okay, but then when you do it, when you break it down by money, then you're like. Fuck. Yeah, right. Yeah, let's not right. think about this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. right. It's right. like, I wanted to get into scotch, like, so but I, that's I, a good hobby. I Especially when I you just lit it on fire and hail. Yeah. yeah. So when, whenever I started working here and I had access to like our, our POS station and everything, well, you can look up your name and it has every item oh, that you've yeah. ever bought. It also has a running total. So just like the three years that I was just a smoker <laughs> here before, before, I, before yeah. I, I was like, oh my God, I, I can't imagine. It was like $7,000. Wow. I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah. Like that is, uh, I can't let anybody know. <laughs> anybody know. <laughs> and now I just let everybody know. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. there's only one person you really can't let know. Well, but this that was, also gives you credibility in this, like that yeah. you've smoked this many cigars, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's right. But, <laughs> but that was before well I invested. met her. So that was, that's, that's pre, that's old Aaron. Yeah. So that's uh, that's not that's not too bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that would be like that's not gonna work out for you, dude. I'm just gonna let you know. Right. That's just not gonna work out for you. You should cut that part out. Oh shit. No. Self deprecating humor. You know how it is. Right. <laughs> she's gone home. No, she's up front. Okay. Yep. So Hi, I'm just I'm just, hope, I'm just I'm just hoping that this audio stays because I still don't know what happened to last week's audio. It's oh, still just no. floating out there in the ether. Just yeah, I lost a few minutes. I, I lost like thirty minutes of last week's show. It was two oh, hours, oh, and no. it was just like, and it was 
I would so, want to say so it was. So get your good stuff out early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did so I'm many. Spent. We've recorded a hundred episodes on this yeah. board. No, we've recorded seventy five episodes. It's the only and it's the only one that's ever happened. Huh. I have no idea what happened to it, and so Weird. I make I cut like an extra little promo like in the humidor on my phone, be like. Yeah, so I don't know what happened. Technology sucks sometimes, but there it is. But it's like, so we had Steve on last week, and it just cut off right in the middle of him talking. Oh, no. And it's just Steve. like, well, well. No, he didn't have enough it, of Steve. It, uh, the board's pissed off that I know. they left. So, yes. I, don't, so I put just the. Uh, big middle fingers. I, I put I put the uh, 64 gig chip in today. So we, uh, we, should so we, have go an, we should have enough time. I'm not going to last that long. All so. right. <laughs> well, I mean, we, got, we got three more beers. So, well, so, yeah. speaking of, I need. I need a new. I do too. Later. I need a new beer. <laughs> How about right, that? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to finish up here. Yeah. So what's the what's the next beer we have on the docket then? I think we're gonna do the trolley tractor pill. That tripel. seems like the, yeah. the logical choice here. What is it? The trolley tractor. Trolley tracks triple. Okay. The tripel. Um. Uh. It's a it's a Belgian. Uh. uh it's Flemish for triple, but it's okay. a, 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 Bel- a Belgian tripel. Okay. Uh, so like the Riverdale, it's going to be very light in, in color, kind of lighter in body. Okay. Um, uh, usually with beers, we start light, go dark, or, or start um, both light in color and flavor, go yeah. to, to, to stronger. Oh, uh, yes. A bottle opener. Yep. Bottle opener. Yeah. The international so, sign yeah. for yeah. So almost, someone so, needs to help me open the beer. So like uh, like cigars as well. You don't start something on the lighter side. Yeah. If, if you know you're going to do a tasting so of some sort. So correct. exactly correct. the opposite of what you the usually exact, do with beer. So I, I have not had. He starts dark. I yeah. haven't had any cigars today. I haven't had any drinks because I, wore, I, I wanted to go into this a fully Excellent. clean palate. And I kind of burnt my palate out la- like again yesterday because, again, working up here and like how many cigars in it's just like yeah yeah i just need yeah. to i need to give it a little bit of rest and uh so i i so far with so so with the the uh the pale ale i will say the crux worked really yeah, well that was real that, nice with that it. Was, yeah that was a nice one i i was uh because uh, the because uh, the pale ale is is a little it's a little lighter flavored uh-huh. uh and, and sometimes uh, uh that's always the hard Ooh, one is, okay. is sometimes a cigar can kind of steamroll that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but uh, but I think it just had enough enough hops mm-hmm. that it's still it's still uh, uh, um, uh, uh, yeah yeah it, 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 you could still still taste it. it still had a good flavor to it so yeah no I thought that worked out really well mm. this one's nice yeah so this one's gonna have a really low hop uh, profile mm-hmm. uh, it's also one of Megan's absolute favorites uh, yeah, I will attest to that <laughs> yeah. it's a little more like it's a little more velvety mm-hmm. on the on the palate and tongue I like that. It is the same style as the Belgian mm. Rooster that we're talking. Just call back. Yeah, the Belgian Rooster. I mean? yeah. So, yeah. Very yeah, honey, peppery. It was how I describe it. Like kind of champagne. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. It has a really nice mouthfeel. I mean, you get wow. that. You got with a with a lot of beers is. You, well, you have, could like, drink a ton of that. Yeah. Oh, God. And that's the problem. Man. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. He knows I, me too well. I've seen Megan drink a ton of that. <laughs> <laughs> so what, so what's that's that's Learn from yeah. me. Learn <laughs> from me. Learn from my mistakes. So what's the what's the ABV on this one? Nine percent. Nine. nine. That is Theron is a dangerous man, you guys. He can make a nine percent beer drink like five. And actually, uh, uh, that was a downgrade. Uh, The first couple times we made triple tripella was like eleven percent. But but when uh, we turned it into a a summer seasonal, so it's out all summer long now, and we needed to drop it down a couple notches um, uh, for my safety. Yeah, for for, for our staff safety. Legitimately, like so, because this would go down. I mean, this goes down super easy. This is delicious. So how how do you 
Tell wow. me, tell me how you do that. How do you get it from eleven to nine? And you, you just adjust um, um, uh, the amount of fermentable sugar, so the amount of malt. Okay. Um, uh, and, and so it's it, all about the yeast to sugar ratio. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeast are the real. Have you MVP. ever brewed beer? I've not. I've never done a home brew or anything. I did oh. once, and it was I did a an English brown ale. I think that's one of the first okay, ones nice. I ever brewed. Yeah. And it was it was really kind of average, um, yeah. but um, <laughs> I like English brown ale, yeah. so. I drank all of them. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So how? Because it was cold. How how would I go about if I wanted to Boy, make kitchen make a brew like horrible for oh. a solid three months? Oh, Paula was so mad. I feel you on oh, that. Yeah, yeah. So how how would how would somebody go about trying to brew their own beer at the house? Uh, so. Uh, Every, uh, the, the, the four original founders, uh, Megan's an owner now, but, but there, there's four of us that, that started the, uh, uh, the company. She's the fifth. Um, and we all started as home brewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, um, I know some people who are like engineers or gadget folks like that. And so they'll build all their own stuff. So it's like most of us, somebody gave us a kit. Right. Like, you know, I got a kit there's from like, a friend. right, exactly. It's like, here is a starter kit with a, with a, essentially a used pickle bucket, uh, some hoses, uh, and a uh, rubber stopper for the, yeah, top. all, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, at, at least for me, um, then you get a kit from a, a homebrew shop. That's exactly uh, right. Uh, Here's uh, the English brown ale. Kit. Exactly. Exactly. So it has all the grains. It has the yeast. It has the hops. It just has the structures. Like, okay. Boil the water, do this, then, and this, then, and this, then, and this, then. Right. And, and that's usually where everybody starts. Um, uh, now I've seen people that they've started with like, um, uh, you know, a four quart pot on their stove. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I start with like a five gallon, um, a, a kettle. And that's, that's usually where people start is about, about, about a five gallon batches. But, but I've seen people do real small stuff but that's it um uh, once you've got the gear it's it's kind of like making soup um uh, or tea actually right. uh, it, it's like a really involved tea uh so so like hipster tea uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it is uh, very much like hipster tea yeah, it so, takes two weeks yeah 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 so so you, you're actually steeping the tea for like two hours you gotta you gotta sit around for like two weeks before you drink it uh but but that's i mean that's that's the long and short of it um uh it's um, really all you're doing is uh, uh, turning the grain, uh, the, the barley, the malted barley into fermentable sugar, adding yeast, which turns that into alcohol and CO2. And then you stick it in a bottle and you got a beer. Okay. So like I always, I always call like making a cigar a little on the botany side. Sure. Is this, would that be more chemistry side? More chemistry side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of, it's funny, because uh, 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 different people come at it from different reasons. Like, there's a lot of people who have, like, a chemistry or microbiology background. Or they they come at it because they're fascinated by what the yeast does yeah. and, and how, how the different reactions happen, so like that. There's a lot of people that come uh, from it from, like, the from the engineering side. They like to build uh, the, um, uh, the the homebrew systems. They like to build the kegerators. They like to build all the things that do that. Uh, I came at it from a drinking side. <laughs> so. So, practicality yeah um, <laughs> look at what makes like, so <laughs> i don't really know what's going on but but if you combine all I can three drink of drink it at the and end you yes. did ciders a lot too I right did, yeah you... I, uh, I was the only one that did ciders yeah yeah mm-hmm. i started with ciders because i um i uh like you i have, a, I have an affinity uh, uh for cider from my my, my my time in the british isles and ireland and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh and uh and so 
Um, I started with beer. The other guys all did pretty much exclusively beer. Uh, but at one point I started making ciders, um, uh, uh, probably because I like them, but also because they are super easy. Uh, uh, like mm. ciders, uh, 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 making a cider at home is about the easiest thing you can do. Like I literally would go to Kroger, buy Kroger brand apple juice, mm-hmm. uh, add uh, a, a pack of champagne yeast to it, which costs like 75 cents at the I heard people store. tell me to do like cherry pie filling or something yeah, like yeah, that. Really. If you want to do like yeah. fruited ciders and stuff like that, okay. just get a can of like cherry pie filling and some yeast or whatever, because it's just sugar but or it's, whatever. But yeah, like, like, like Kroger mm. brand apple juice and, uh, and a, a champagne yeast will make like a bone dry cider, which mm-hmm. is just delicious. Uh, I was about to ask you, what do you, yeah. what do you look for in a cider? I like the drier ciders. Okay. Um, uh, I, I like, um, uh, cause I, I really got, um, I, I mean the first cider I really fell in love with. Um, well, I guess I fell in, uh, in, uh, in love with woodchuck first cause that, yeah. that's what you can get, but then woodpecker, okay. uh, which is an English cider. Uh, and, uh, you know, went from there to, you know, the Magners and to the, um, um, uh, um, um, a Strombo, which is kind of like the, uh, yeah. the the Budweiser cider, yeah. uh, uh, but you know, just kind of getting into some of those um, uh, the classic English ciders, which tend to be very dry, um, and even. Uh, there, uh, uh, the the Norman ciders and the Bass ciders, uh, mm-hmm. those those tend to be almost more wine like, and so they mm-hmm. get super super dry and crisp and a higher ABV. Uh, the the English ciders are are, are kind of a, a medium dry, mm-hmm. and I think that's really what I I enjoy. Uh, um, a little bit of sweetness, but but I don't like it too sweet. Yeah. Um, I, I like to taste the apples, but I but but I I like it also to be kind of crisp and uh, uh, and refreshing. So um, I I think I the first cider I really got into when I became of drinking age and can buy it myself was uh, Hornsby. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because that that had Drank that, a lot of that in college. Had yeah. that, and then <laughs> uh, I, the Hibernia just down the road. Yeah. They do uh, Magners. Yeah, yeah, they and got the Magners. Yeah. So every, whenever we go there, that's always I'll drink a couple Guinness or whatever, but I mm-hmm. always finish with Magners, and because it has that dryness and it has that that crisp that like right. uh, it's almost like a like a Riesling where I like yeah. that yeah. that broken glass kind of feel in your mouth. It just you just feel it crisp or break off in your mouth. That's exactly. Just, that's yeah. that's what I look for in, in a in a good side. Yeah. No. Me too. Like the the, the crispness is is mm-hmm. key. I think because um, uh, that's uh, that's just kind of what differentiates a cider from like mm-hmm. similar things. It's just like, Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, come like, like Thanksgiving time. Like I always love getting the, the gallon jug of like the spiced cider and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So I love having that stuff. So I, I needed to make, if I'm going to make or do a beer, I think I might do a, a cider, do a cider. Yeah. That's a great place to start. Um, you just need, um, Something to ferment. I, I mean, uh, ciders are easy because you you can kind of, if you buy the juice, you you can start with whatever amount you want, mm-hmm. uh, and so um, like you could take one of like a growler jug, like a half gallon glass growler jug. Mm-hmm. Just got to get a stopper with an airlock on it. Fill that with juice. Put some yeast in it, and and you can make yourself a just little. Just let it go to town. And yeah, just build, make yourself some cider. Nice. So it's uh, it's just that easy. Well, I've got like seven or eight uh, of your of your growlers yeah. hanging around in my well, house. Well, and, and you know, and, and, and I've seen people who've done that. And the, and the fun thing to do about that is is that you can kind of take uh, uh, the same base. And then do whatever you want. So you could make one a spice. You could mm-hmm. make a, you know, add a fruit. You could do different things. Um, uh, I know, especially with ciders, people will take the same juice. They'll do a different yeast in each one uh, okay. uh, to, to see how that really affects yeah. things. Uh, and so there's, uh, if you've got a bunch of empty growlers, um, if you get the um, the stoppers for it, you can really do some fun stuff. Um, I, I've always wanted to make, um, 
in um, uh, Herefordshire, which is which is where the Bulmers uh, headquarters or the, uh, the the Bulmers uh, uh, cidery is, which owns mm-hmm. Strombow and Woodpecker and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, uh, they, if you actually go to like the country pubs, they have something called uh, Scrumpy, uh, which is a um, a barrel fermented like chunky cider. Uh, so that's like the farm cider where they uh, like old school, they, <laughs> they, they press the apples, but they don't filter them. Yeah. Uh, and they put that in, in there. So you got some nuggets floating around. Uh, yeah, in exactly. It. Exactly. Like you, it's chewy. Yeah. It's Did they chewy. have that at saucer ever? I don't one called JK scrumpies. I think on time. Nah, that, that was thing? a brand, that's but uh, yeah, brand yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. It, it, that was, yeah, was it? Yeah. That was that. that was a scrumpy cider. Though. I, 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 All I, right. I, you're I, making I, it sound real good. I'm like, have I had this before? I want this. I've always wanted, but but you've got to have access to like super fresh apples, and yeah. you've got to be able to press them yourselves and stuff like that, which is a little more involved. I like I like, I like I my imagine. cider with pulp. Yes, uh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. It is. It's a pulpy <laughs> cider, but like uh, I would prefer apple pulp to orange pulp. Probably. Oh yeah. I oh, yeah. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm pro. I'm pro orange pulp. I love. Are you? You're yeah. a pulpy guy. I'm pulpy. Yeah. yeah. I did. I did mess up and got the extra pulp one time, and it was. It was yep, like it was so yeah. thick. It was yeah. like viscous and just like it wasn't. I feel like it's like all in the teeth. Oh my god! When you're done, so, like it was so wearing it, it all so day. Bad. So it was like, <laughs> yes. yeah. So what? Uh, I'm so scared of this ash. Right talk now. too much. Uh, my, my, <laughs> yeah, I ashed on myself the last time. It's the danger zone. I'm gonna let you know that Steve and I. I just touch it on the side. It's not ready. No, it's ready. It's ready. It's ready. You can touch it. Okay. I think I think Doug scared you. Thank when you, he, Doug, he's, there's, there's like cigar purists. I don't want to disappoint not, Doug. <laughs> I do all the time. And so um, I'm big on not wearing it. And so, and I noticed that earlier you wore one. So uh, I did, yeah. Yes. I would prefer to not do that. Yeah, right. No, I'm the same way. So I just, and, and people like, well, and I'm just like, so we, we, so we you just don't force it. Like, right. like it'll, yeah. I when want, it's yeah, ready. the cigars to speak to me. Yeah. You, you were going to win the long ash contest tonight. You should not, you should not. Thanks. Apologize. Play chicken over here. That's yeah. just probably also polyester, so I'd be careful. Yes. yes. So, I don't even know. I, I got a good I will. I have like, no telling. Dry uh, golf shirts, you know, the mm. ones oh, that are Oh, yeah. Going, sweat like you get dry. Yeah. If you get like, like an ash like on that, like you have like suddenly a hole this size. Yeah. Wow, what the heck? This is not cool. I do want to touch back on the cigar like as a new smoker i think that's been very apparent that i'm not an avid cigar smoker but this one has really evolved since the beginning Mm -hmm. like you can Mm -hmm. definitely get more of the earthy spicy notes now that we're about halfway which i know that kind of gets more robust as you go anyway but no it's been really cool how it's apparently evolved yeah so this one definitely starts out on the creamier side um Mm -hmm. and a little bit of the earthiness but then it, 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 it goes to the nuttiness, but then it, you get some nice spice coming off that, the last third and everything. That's about where, you know, most of us are, is, is that yeah. towards that last it. third. And I think it it's pairing really well slow. with kind of how this yeah. is going, like the pepperiness. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it actually too. goes great with the trip yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is going well. Because yeah. the, um, uh, <laughs> so the, uh, well, part of, um, one of the nice things about, about a higher ABV beer is that the alcohol does kind of help um, uh, cut through like like richness, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, it's good to pair with like rich foods, but also you know something like a richer uh, a cigar, something like that. Uh, it, it'll it'll still the flavor will still come through, and so I, I like the way even though this is this is still a fairly light beer, mm-hmm. um, uh, the flavor is not super overpowering. Oh, it's a dangerous uh, beer. 
It is. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, But I I can still taste it. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like like, like it's still, um, uh, I'm still getting a lot of the flavors of the beer with the flavors of the cigar. Mm -hmm. Like one's not overpowering the other, which is nice. And like you said, it's velvety, which I think kind of works well, like coating your mouth, not yeah. Not even against the smoke, but with the smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it does work really well. No, yeah, it, it pairs it pairs super nice. And I mean this I this the limitada, I mean it's it's one of their I don't want to say it's higher end because all their cigars are, you know, top shelf and everything, but this one has a more of a luscious, creamier smoke, and you definitely get that specifically yeah. in the middle of the cigar where that that, that where the beginning in the middle where that cream is just really prevalent. Um, but now it's becoming more of what I enjoy in a cigar is that spice and mm-hmm. you get that heat on the front of the tongue and everything. But then having that beer just cut through that, it just plays yeah. very, very nicely with that. Yeah. The yeah. longevity of this cigar. So, so oh, go sorry, ahead. I was going to ask huh? just like, at what point do you think a cigar becomes itself or is it itself the whole way through? Does that make sense? I mean, so there's some cigars that I love, but we call them one note cigars that are the same from beginning right. to end. Um, I, I like, I like, I like those a lot. But the ones that I really like are the ones that do have that complexity, the ones that change where you're where you buy one cigar, but it's almost like you're smoking three different ones because it changes so often. You have the first, the you know, the first, the second and the third. Um, And this one is definitely one of those where it changes now, like the Epicure Maduro. I wouldn't consider that a one note, but it's a solid one to two notes where it's it's rich, robust, some cocoa flavor. But that's what you're getting throughout the whole thing, as opposed to, say, something like this, or right. even like a uh, like a Davidoff or something, where you'll get some changes through that. That's the that's the style where there's some people who just come in here and like, I just want something that's consistent, spicy, and just, yeah, I yeah. want to feel spice on the uh, yeah, back. Yeah, I just, I just want some, the time. same thing. Or there's people who come in like, <laughs> I want something that changes right. a lot and. I want three cigars in one. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I well, feel like that, it's exciting, yeah. you know, when you yeah. have something like that. But the key with the blending is it needs, they need to play well with each other. You don't want the right. first third to be like creamy in the middle yeah. third to be something that's out of note with it. Yeah. So like when you have a complex beer, you want the, you get two or three flavors, but you want the flavors to play well with each other. So like this one, it started creamy and it went creamy to something else. Mm-hmm. But they, they, the notes play well with each other. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want to start anything off <clears throat> where it's just straight pepper to the right. face. Right. Because if, then if it yeah, changes to creamy, you're, you're, like you're, you're not going to... You know, I, thoroughly I, I enjoy it. But, but, he loves but if it, like but it changes to that creamy side, you're you're losing it on your palate. You're not going to so get anything. When they're, when they're so disparate. So like w- there's a cigar that him and I argue about all the time <laughs> called the birthday blend. Mm-hmm. And it started so spicy and then it went to a different note. And they were so different. There was no context between the two yeah so like when you if you were to like let's say start in the middle third or the first third of the beer was a uh, oatmeal stout and then Mm. you went to something that was completely different but it didn't transition well yeah and that that was what that cigar was for me so you you know like an oatmeal stout goes to a porter very well because they're they're similar beers right Mm -hmm. so that's what you're looking for in a cigar you want something that transitions to a similar note. Mm-hmm. You don't want something that goes super spicy to super creamy, mm-hmm. like in the same cigar, because it just doesn't transition. This cigar has that creaminess throughout, and it'll come and go a little bit, but then there, you get some earthiness at times. You get a little spiciness at mm-hmm. times, and it'll it'll in, add to the enjoyment, because it changes, 
but it still has that core in there. Right. I, th- I think as a parallel, um, uh, the first the first two beers we're drinking, they're 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 fairly straightforward. They don't they don't change a whole lot. Um, uh, the ones Megan's got for next, uh, which are the anniversary stouts, like Imperial stouts. Those are ones that do the flavor will evolve while you drink yes. it. Um, uh, mainly because um, as it warms <clears throat> up, um, uh, uh, the flavor will change. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so uh, mm-hmm. it's um, uh, uh, so, so the, there are beers that have that as well, where mm-hmm. you've got beers which will be one note, uh, but you also have exactly. ones which will uh, will change as you drink them, uh, and they you know they tend to be more complex beers, exactly. uh, and, it, yeah. and it just takes it, it takes time to fully. Uh, um, uh, for your sen- uh, sensories to, 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 you know, fully grasp yeah. everything that's in there. So, but you know, that, I always find that fascinating how that works out. Yeah. Well, that, mm-hmm. that's a good transition to what I was going to ask you then, because not only is the end of July one of the highlights of with your brewery doing the doing the block party, but it's also July. You always do the Imperial Stout. Right. So the the Seamus the Seamus was your first beer that y'all did, correct? Sort of. <laughs> That's a fun story. I'm glad we're going to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Seamus was the first beer we tried to do. Um, uh, now, as I mentioned, we were all we were all home brewers, uh, which means we were all used to working on slightly smaller mm-hmm. um, uh, homebrew setups. And uh, you all had day jobs. Uh, we did all have day jobs, yeah. <laughs> and so um, I was still making five gallons at a time. Uh, um, uh, the other three were doing like 10-gallon batches at a time. Um, and then all of a sudden, we were making 100-gallon batches, uh, which is a jump. Uh, I will say 10 to 100 gallons is a much smaller jump than say a hundred to a thousand gallons, mm. uh, uh, and, and that kind of thing. But, uh, it's, um, so they had done their best to convert, um, um, an oatmeal stout recipe, Sean's oatmeal stout recipe, uh, uh, which would become Seamus, uh, from the 10 gallon version to the hundred gallon version. It, um, didn't, the conversions didn't work right. Um, uh, but it was, it was like a bank error in your favor. And so what happened was the beer came out significantly stronger than we had intended. So when we were trying to make just like a good, you know, nice sessionable, um, uh, uh oatmeal stout, it became like an, uh, practically an imperial oatmeal stout. Uh, so, uh, uh instead of like 6%, it came out about nine, 10%. Uh, and uh, we're like, oh, okay. Um, we dialed it in. We figured out the system after a couple beers. We we had figured out what we had done wrong, and and we we redid the math, and everything was fine after that. Uh, but uh, when our first anniversary came around, I was like, you know what? We should uh, we should kind of like pay homage to yeah. that first beer we made because because that was the as uh, as Megan mentioned, it was uh, it was on the Fourth of July. Um, uh, and there's, there's a very specific reason why I was on the 4th of July, um, uh, two, um, the first is liquor, alcohol permits in the state of Arkansas run July 1st to June 30th. And we were ready to brew about mid June, but they don't prorate the permit. So we've had to have paid full price for a permit, yeah. brew for two weeks, and then pay full price again. It was like, we're going to wait because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were broke by then. <laughs> so, um, so we got the permit, and the first day we all had off, 
was the 4th of July because yeah. it was a holiday. Uh, and so the four of us came together to, uh, to brew that beer. Uh, the beer that would later become Seamus, but actually became anniversary. Stuff. Can we just talk about like all y'all's day jobs too? I just want, that's so <laughs> like just such a culmination of people coming together. Like, I don't know, like you worked at the old state house museum yeah, at the time. I, I was a museum educator. Yeah. Living his, historian. Actually, I dressed up. Brad so. <laughs> was an architect. He's yep. since retired. Yep. Uh, Sean is a federal investigator. Yes. Uh, so stay on Sean's good side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Theron was a commercial pilot. Commercial airline pilot. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. A math major who became a pilot. Pilot. Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know. I don't know. Just such interesting. To make a good beer, you kind of have so you have the history side of the beer where you sure. can pull some history. I definitely do you the history have side. The, the, the math major, so you that's where the calculation can, can come in. Right. You got the architect and so, the paperwork. So you're talking about, you know, the, the building and <laughs> yep. constructing a lot of the construction. Yeah. And then uh the uh the what did you say, a PI or what was it? Yeah, Federal investigator. Investigator, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was just like, Yeah. You, ask it all the right questions. Yeah, ask all the right questions. So that's <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's uh, like the Brady Bunch of beers right there. It is. It really is. It really is. A small business. Because um, yeah. we actually, as, I was one of several people who bought a cigar shop in Springfield, Illinois. When you run a small business, which you two now do, it's amazing how many little jobs mm-hmm. that you're unqualified to do, right. that you're asked <laughs> to do on a daily basis. And so <clears throat> really what it takes, and that's where all your different backgrounds come into play, is somebody who's willing to go. I have no idea how to do that. Let me figure it out. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Right. And somebody and all your backgrounds really help in that because maybe somebody knows has some background in that. But really what it takes is, well, all right. F it. Yeah. Let's go figure it out. Let's yeah. Let's see where <laughs> this Roll goes. The right. Let's see where this goes. Because it was it was amazing the number of days you go, uh, do you know how uh radio advertising works? No, do you? Because I don't. Yeah. And then you're like investigating, you're calling, you're calling friends, trying right, to figure out. Right. And, and, you know, obviously you guys knew brewing pretty well, but on a smaller scale. Right, right. That's about the only thing about the business we we did know. And the rest was trial by, right. <laughs> by fire and trial by error. Yeah. <laughs> so well. It's, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and we kind of, uh, quickly sort of settled in into patterns like Theron definitely liked to brew. Uh, he wanted to brew, um, and that, and, and mostly nothing else. Um, uh, at least at the beginning, um, he's not the most talkative of the bunch. Mm-hmm. And so, so he was very happy, uh, brewing. Um, but you guys do complete each other in that way. Yes. I yeah, yeah. I, I talk a lot. Uh, so <laughs> I very quickly became the person talking about the brewery. So, so the PR guy, mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Sean and Brad really, um, uh, did a great job on, cause we renovated the space, uh, at Mac park, um, uh, for the brewery. And so, uh, Brad's an architect, but Sean is just a tinkerer. He, he just, he, what do you call his garage? Like his emporium? Yeah. He collects random shit. Uh, like he's got all sorts of stuff. Like display coolers yeah. and so, soda so fountains. So they would do, like they would, uh, um, uh, Brad would uh, Brad would get um, uh, stuff that fall, fell off the back of trucks at, uh, at job sites and stuff. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden we was like, 
we we've got a new you know uh, door for for whatever we need. So it's just like a time <laughs> capsule of just stuff. <laughs> yeah, all sorts of random stuff. Uh, the ceiling tiles were that way. Like like the ceiling tiles. Yeah. Like well, I just go. It's like okay, well, I guess we got new ceiling yeah. tiles. Uh, and Sean will will come up with the most complicated solution possible to whatever problem we have. Uh, and uh, and so it was. Uh, he does have an engineer brain. He does. He does. He does. Yeah, but not the training, which is why it's just needlessly complicated. <laughs> so. so we were we were looking at houses in October of last year, and one of the houses that was on the short list was about maybe fifty feet from your stiff station location. Oh, and I was like. 20 That's taps, man. That's dangerous. I, I was like, man, I was like, if we get this house, I would literally be there like every night right. that I could be. And just, but it. There it, are worse places. I know. Oh, I know. devil's advocate. It was. Well, you start with us. You had a pizza D's. You've got, you've got mm-hmm. your entire evening planned That's for you. That's the real devil's advocate <laughs> there. Yeah, so, yeah, pizza D's just reopened back up, what, probably within a a year, maybe two years or so. Yeah, they they closed, reopened, and they they've already changed management a little bit since then. Uh-huh. But they're they, yeah they're go they're going strong again. You yeah, know so. that that stiff station area is. I know the uh, the coffee shop is now what a lawyer's <laughs> office now or something like that or something like that. I can't remember if it was that investment baker. It's something. It's not an open it's to the not public an open office. Public yeah, thing. and and they yes. built a uh, a private gym um, uh, uh, in the space that uh, the, the the taekwondo place used to be. Uh, okay. And so, um, and uh, the oyster bar did a full renovation too, like mm-hmm. uh, like completely redid that, which which is kind of cool because they've got a, a really like an actual oyster like shucking bar now. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, they have a shucking bar uh, with. Um, uh, oysters from like you know all over the uh, the country mm-hmm. it is and really nice it there. is yeah so it's uh, i mean like it's it's come a long way since since when we got there yeah uh, uh and it's and it's nice to see because it is a it is a fun little uh, no, uh little I, neighborhood I, yeah, yeah I, I love the neighborhood and it was you know when we were looking at houses we were thinking about we wanted someplace that would be you know a nice walking distance right. to to places and that was definitely on the on the short list but we ended up moving to Bryant, where yeah. it's now. Yeah, where you can't walk to anything. You can't walk to anything. <laughs> there is a brewery there now. There is. So yeah. I actually know. Uh, uh, I know the the brothers that did that. I used oh to, yeah. I used to live right next door to them and everything. Oh, so funny. I'm, I'm happy to you know I I can't wait to to try them out and uh, you know it's so what's the um, you know what what is the what is Arkansas looking like you know brewery wise because it's been two years since we've had you on. Go take Megan. Let Megan take that. So another thing that happened last year is I got elected to the board on the Arkansas Brewers Guild. So nice. I got my finger on the pulse of the amount of, yeah, we're prepping yeah, the Brewers yeah, Guild yeah. here. A shout out to those guys um, and everyone involved there, everyone. Um, but so we've got 46 breweries currently in operation with 51 tap rooms. So there's places, a couple places like this that, you know, have yeah, the two yeah. tap rooms yeah. or whatever. Um, so 51 tap rooms that are 46 currently. And then I think we have something like 71 or 72 like breweries, like uh, permits, like in pro- breweries in process, basically like nice. um, trying to come together. I know we've got one coming up in uh, Jonesboro that they're trying mm-hmm. to do. Like all these dry county breweries are popping mm-hmm. up, which is great because some of the legislation passed in one of the sessions a couple of years ago that kind of allows for that. And so people have kind of been figuring out how to do that. And so, it, so it's a dry county. So they brew in the county, but they can't serve it in that county. They can't they serve can, in the county, but they can't, they can't sell you something to go. Right. So you can only drink it there. Yeah. So and they, they have to have a restaurant. 
Yeah, yeah so this is where serve, not serve being sort of from food. Arkansas. I'm not quite yeah. familiar with what the purpose of that is. Well, it but, just became a thing even last like, three, right. two years ago, three years, two so years ago. Th- there was always there's always been a workaround for a dry county for a private club, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. means mm-hmm. if it was if it was a members only sort of thing. Well, we've had plenty of talks it, about that. Yeah, yeah, right. and 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 a hundred years ago, uh, uh, not even a hundred years ago, twenty years ago, that meant the VFW and the right. country club, mm-hmm. uh, right. and uh, and that those were your private clubs, and and <laughs> then like literally about twenty years ago they they liberalized those laws it was like uh we'll start giving those private club permits anytime it's um uh seen as as an economic development uh, mm-hmm. engine yeah, okay and of course it's like uh so we're gonna make money so that's economic development yeah <laughs> so right. they started ish- so places like conway and jonesboro all of a sudden had a bunch of of bars yeah. and restaurants and so uh okay. this new permit was like let's combine the brewery permit with the private club permit so it has all the worst parts of the brewery permit and all the worst parts of the private club <laughs> permit. Right. And that's what they got. That's so what they got. It's like you can brew it, but you can't actually sell it uh, for anybody to take home. And you can't distribute it yourself. Uh, but also you have to pay a ridiculous amount of money for the permit. Yeah. Uh, and you have to give everybody a membership card. Well, it's like I remember when, wow. so when I lived in Bryant the first time before I moved wow. to Little Rock, um, it was still dry, but there was a restaurant uh, uh, off military. I forget the name, but they moved to downtown. Um, uh, uh, which one? It begins with a G, I think. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, not, is it Gypsies or? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. But I, rem- I remember that was the first restaurant that had the private club license to sell alcohol. In Little Rock? or in, in, No, this was Dizzy's, in Bryant. Gypsy uh, Bistro. Uh, that's right. They started yeah. in the Ryan. Dizzy's I forgot Gypsy. about that. Yeah. Um, so they started yeah, out in Benton. And like okay. that was the only place in Saline County where you could mm-hmm. buy a drink with your meal. And it was, I, I can't tell you how many memberships I bought, but it was like every month it was like $5 or whatever. And, right. you, had, and you had to sign the book pay your money, but then you could then drink, drink there. there. But it was, it, it was so weird, like how many stipulations and because that was going on for about four or five years before Celine finally became a wet County. Right. And then they moved out to Little Rock and everything. So now okay. there's tons of places, but yeah, I mean, I remember when back in the passed, day when they passed that. Yeah. When they passed the no smoking in Illinois, which is really restrictive. Like you can't smoke casinos for, I think you still can't. And you can only smoke in, in cigar or, <laughs> No, they the VFW. You couldn't smoke at the VFW, but nobody Whoa. had the heart to go <laughs> right. right. Those guys, yeah, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Right. That's right. Read the sign. It says "Veterans of Foreign War." How, we yeah. fought in the last couple. How, of how we're going to smoke. Yeah. Get we're out of here. Smoke. How are you going to go tell the old? You know, <laughs> right. the, the Vietnam vets. You're going to tell the old, tell yeah, the, yeah, old like, the, the WW2 yep. guys. Yep. That, I'm That's sorry. a worthy exception. I will allow it. Right. And I actually knew the police guys, and they go, "I just, I don't have the heart to fuck." with those guys so so rich all right so what are we drinking now this is the anniversary oh so good this is so good it's so (laughs) good good. first sip man it's just rich it's just so this is this is just the straight anniversary stout she's got a um anniversary 2.0 in her little bag too coffee the chart that works so well with where we're at right now so is this uh is is this a co2 or is this the night no that's co2 so uh, all the bottled ones are co2 i I don't think we did a nitro version you can't bottle we don't have the Nitro pellets. No, no, but we, oh, didn't, but no, do, we didn't even. Uh, we had so many cellared ones, we didn't have a place to put a nitro yeah, one. We had so we have a couple of kegs left. We did uh, so it's not barrel aging, but it's cellaring. We basically just age a beer. Mm-hmm. We just stuck, stick a couple of kegs in the back of the cooler and let them sit for a year or two. So we had this year we had some from 2019, 2020, 
this year's and the barrel age. I should if I was smart, I would have gone to Stiff oh, I'm sorry, I'll let you guys know. Are down. they all on at Stiff Actually, now? no, they're not. Gorgeous. So I couldn't have even done yeah, that. Yeah. So no. All right. But they will be eventually. Because I didn't get to try the cellar one. So I know I need to come and do a flight of um uh make sure they all go on together. Oh. So we could do flights this, of this yeah. is <laughs> strategic. This is like this is like grandma's hug. Right? It's just Aww. it's just yeah, this is a great beer. It's so good. It's and so it's good. also nine percent and it also <laughs> doesn't drink like it. So, like, no. Jared is a dangerous yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's using that math. I, for the record, the... I for the record, am slowing down because yeah, yeah. I don't drink uh, much. If you want me to finish that triple, I can definitely help you. Okay, out well, you, yes, we can split it. Oh, yeah, man, it's so good. Um, this is, but this is luscious. This is mm-hmm. just. This is what's great about that. This has a. This is the basis, right, of that beer that I yep. love so much. Uh, yes, yes, yes. It it, is, yeah. I can taste a lot of that greatness, and it's just so luscious. It's just yeah. This uh, is the the oats help do that kind of creamy, oh, like silky mouthfeel and stuff. Yeah, this is what, what I, I love, love about, about oatmeal beer. stouts. Yes, yeah. the oatmeal does oh, that, man. and it's, it's like ah, oh, yeah. Now, as I said, like one thing to definitely do with this is uh, uh, maybe when you're down to your last couple drops, where like put it in your hand, warm it up. Uh, like get it, mm-hmm. get it like warm. Yeah. Um, a, a, and it will become like a completely different beer. Uh, so, um, uh, this one is really one that kind of evolves as, as the temperature rises on it a little bit. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I went this to, is uh, really, com- I mean, it's very complex and it's mm-hmm. rich. And oh, wait till you get the barrel. Tongue. That's a beautiful one. Yeah. What's, all the like, I went notes. to, uh, what's that, what's that restaurant, little Twin Peaks for one time. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I know they advertise like the coldest beer or whatever. So 28 I went, degrees. I went, yeah, degrees, I went yeah. there and got a Guinness one well, time. if you're drinking some beers, it was no, like, you want it as cold as hell. Yeah, I, but I got a Guinness one time. I was like, shit's, shit's too cold. I was like, I got it. Right, no, I got to get it to like right. 60. Just so, cup it in your hands <laughs> and like warm it. And I know you're a big Please, Guinness sir. fan. I'm I'm not a big Guinness fan. It's, it's fine. But um, I mean, it's good, but it's not my favorite. I'm this just is a, a stout. This is controversial. Just, stout I, is my favorite. I, it, it, I'm, 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 I'm not a Beamish fan. Uh, like, like I, I like Beamish. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Seamus fan. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, I'm sorry. Too, but, I, but I mean, in the Irish stout, stout wars, I uh, a yeah. Beamish was always my favorite. I'll be yeah. right. I can't drink a stout a lot of the time, you guys. I've like I can appreciate a stout, but I know like stout drinkers, if you're committed, you can drink it anytime. Yeah. You know, like the people who like those robust cigars, you know, like they could drink mm-hmm. or smoke those anytime. But I don't know. I can appreciate a good stout. And this is one that I'm really enjoying. Despite G- Guinness was my first beer that I ever drank. Right. And that's, it's kind of like the first yeah. real cigar I, I smoked was a punch. Right. It was like so right. missed. And honestly, like Buffalo Sweat college. was like one of the stouts that I really started enjoying. Yeah. You know, they hit yeah. the spot. Mm-hmm. I don't so he feels like he missed Little Kings and he missed like <laughs> Natty Light. No, but see, I, I worked my way back and then I got into Mickey's. I just tested out of that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't test out of that. That's not the way that works. <laughs> yeah, right. I tried. I tried <laughs> in high school. I promise. Clipped out of malt liquor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Graduation night, all they brought was warm Natty Light. I couldn't do it, man. Like, like, nobody brought ice. But like a seven, I guess 17, 18. How old am I? I just turned 37. So six, you should know. So sixteen right. it years feels ago, like something you should know. Yeah. So sixteen years ago, there was two. There was two breweries in yeah. in Little Rock, and the first beer that I really got hooked on was Vino's Lazy Boy. Mm. That's great. Just one. because I was yeah. I love stouts, and I was like, oh, let me try that. And so that's one of the beers. I mean, of course, Guinness. I love Guinness, but that Lazy Boy, wow. especially in the Little Rock realm, was see the problem was with stouts for when me. you're 18. I started drinking at 16, so my mom listens. Cool. To this I felt podcast. bad to say graduation while goes. <laughs> right. Oh no, right. underage drink. Cool. Thanks. So my mom <laughs> listens to this podcast, and right now she is turning <laughs> around and wanting to punch her radio. So yeah. I started drinking when I was 16. 
So, I mean, there's no way I'm drinking Guinness at that age. I'm, you're drinking Natty Light, right? So, in, in college, I mean, how the hell can you afford Guinness? I mean, I guess you only drink four. Well, I mean, it's like I, you can go to a bar I mean, and get it, crap. You, unless I mean, you have a fake ID or something. You know? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, no. So I was twenty. So the very first beer that I bought by myself was um, what's the what was like the dance club underneath Willie D's? Was it was oh, it deep? underground? D- deep? Oh. Deep. No, under, uh, oh, Underground yeah, Pub deep. was one that was under no, I think it was it's, still, it's still there. Deep. So I think yeah, it's deep. Still so, yeah, it's yeah. still there. So Deep was the first place <laughs> I ever bought a beer, you know, legally from, or actually, well, we're not talking about legally. I didn't buy no, a beer no, legally like, at 16. <laughs> was the first beer, was the first real beer that I bought. And it was the first beer I bought was the Guinness. Now, the first beer, first alcohol drink I ever had, I remember, was a Hooper's Hooch. That was it. Was like a like a berry. I don't even know about that evil man. What it, is was, it was like it was like a berry oh, yeah. malt liquor no, kind those. of thing. <laughs> um, but that was like the first alcohol drink. But the first beer I ever bought myself mm. was down at Deep. It, I was having such a horrible night. I was like, I don't want to be in a fucking dance club. Yeah. I don't dance. I was just right. like, this is not right. my thing. But no, then she's like, what do you like want to drink? I was like, I get it. Let me try that. I always see it. I like the toucan. So you make like, fun of me got. for dancing, but the fact <laughs> is, those are skills I learned. I learned to get over the embarrassment of dancing. You know what I can't wait to see come uh, July 31st is you dance to Genuine. That I can, is, I can dance to anything, man. <laughs> that is something that me, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. That is so. Me and Steve talked about that uh, like a couple episodes ago, or a couple months ago. I was like, remember whenever like we were talking to you, and then all of a sudden you're like, I gotta go. We're like, what the fuck? He just like bounced. Where'd he go? And then we see genuine. And then like we're talking, I was like, is that is that is that pony that's playing? And then we see you. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. You yeah. ought to have her jam. I'm um, not gonna. I'm not gonna criticize the man for having his jam. Yeah, if you want to talk about someone being uh, unashamed to dance, also only the pony. Only um, uh, it's. Um, uh, I've got a couple stories with that. Uh, it, it is. It is the only thing I danced to at my wedding because uh, the big damn horns played my wedding, and so like yeah, that was that was my dance with my wife was was grinding on her to pony in front of the entire seems right, it feels right entire like you know extended family or whatever. Uh, Stone Throw did do the beer for that, uh, uh-huh. so um, I was well lubricated by then. Uh, it, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I I definitely twerked to pony at my wedding. Can I ask uh, what beer you guys had at the wedding? Uh, yes, uh, uh, we did a petite. Uh, Pete Saison, which became the beer that we mixed uh, for uh, for uh, Mighty Wing. Did we make? Because I worked at the cheese shop at the Kent Walker. Yeah, we yeah. made the cheese. Kent did, did cheese for uh, like for, a for washed it yeah. in the beer. Yeah, Kent Walker made a cheese for the wedding. Audrey made a wine for the wedding. Is, is, I didn't go, uh, but it seems like a to do. Yeah, yeah, and, and Sunstrom made a beer for it. Oh yeah, it was like you know us and like six hundred of our closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, Those were good. So what, parties. Something that just caught my ear. What is Mighty Wing? Uh, Mighty Wing is a collaboration we do with Flyway. We've been doing it a long time. Um, uh, it actually, um, uh, Soulfish uh, down on Main Street. Uh-huh. Um, um, uh, uh, Jeffrey, who's the uh, uh, the manager there, um, had our uh, our petite Pete Saison, which is the wedding beer, and uh, um, Flyway's Blue Wing uh, on mm. tap at the same time. And he started mixing them. And like I came in for sales, I was like, hey, try this. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. What is this? Like, that's your peach uh, beer and their blueberry beer. I was like, oh, that's not bad. And so uh, we just showed him. I was like, 
let's just make this a beer. Yeah. Uh, and so every year we make a, like and they so make, they make a batch, we make a batch, we blend it. Just blend it together. Uh, and we blend like in it together. the bright together. tank, right? Like yeah, it's yeah, done yeah. for a minute, you just literally put the finished we, we, beer together. We just put it together and keg it. So it's, you know, it's like make it a rosé or something. Awesome. Uh, so you just, nice. just blend the finished wines. But yeah, yeah that's, that's Mighty Wing. So it's a blueberry wheat mixed with a peach saison. Ooh. It's pretty good. It's all the fruity. Yeah. It's real good. It's really it's easy like, to drink. You it's like really the fruity. Drink. This is what's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> you like the fruity? You like the you just like the all things, don't you? Because you e- really like the roasty. I'm an equal opportunity beer drinker. <laughs> there you go. Just like I'm an equal opportunity cigar smoker. Right, but but right. I I have my favorites, of course. Like, I mean, I I say this, I've said it numerous times. The the Seamus is my favorite stout that I've ever had. It is top of the line that. for it's for a great stout. Any, it's really high any price, stout. man. Seriously. Oh, man. It That's is. For someone who's drank a lot of fucking stouts in their life, that is my yes. favorite. So, especially when you do the Imperials and stuff, and I love going to the places, and you're like, because I remember I would pick up like a growl or whatever, we'd go and drink and. Like, oh, what's what's that one? Like, oh, that's the, I think at the time it would be like the 17. Like, yeah, I want, I want one of the, want, want one of those. And just, mm-hmm. oh, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, if I bought that house that was, you know, on the road, <laughs> I would be 400 fucking pounds. Like, I just. just Damn, if only we were still doing the beer delivery. So, you're about 390 now? I'm so about next year 10 pounds. I'm a good 270 right now, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. rude. Just. Rude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's my role here. Man. God. Well, I am happy you guys found a good spot, you know? Yeah. Like, no. that's, that's cool, man. Yeah, there's that's, no that's breweries right the next to it. There is a gate code to get to his house, <laughs> oh, though. Oh. No, but I am excited right, about fancy. Brooks Brothers. Secure. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, uh, and it's funny, uh, the, the worlds kind of collide. Um, uh, uh, Megan and I went there uh, on uh, Arkansas Pint Day or whatever it was. June 19th. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the Beers Guild was doing a thing. Their special glasses. We're like, let's go try that out. Mm-hmm. And we got there just in time for them have, to have just run out of all of their actual beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had guest taps. <laughs> I think they have us on Because they're on a one-barrel system. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And one of the ones they were doing is a Pilsner, which is a lager, which takes a month to ferment. Yeah, and so, like, yeah. you're going to run out of that real quick. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's going to be a popular beer. But I think, I think that's the I think that's the um, one of the only places that has us on tap in Saline County. Because okay. they, they, they picked up some kegs after that visit. Uh, and they actually had the Lulo cider and the yeah, triple yeah. was what okay. they got. So I don't yeah. know if they've run through it yet. I haven't so heard anything. So that's, yeah, yeah, that's one I, I mentioned earlier. I know they're the first brewery in Saline County. Yes, that's correct. So, that's correct. And it's uh, three the three brothers. So. Yeah, but, well, Harley, um, uh, he actually did a play at the old state house when I worked there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when we went in there first time, I saw a poster for it. I was like, what the hell is that doing on the wall? Like that, th- it was a really obscure kind mm-hmm. of thing. I was like, uh, yeah, because he went away and did, yeah, he some, went to LA, some yeah, soap yeah, opera yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And things, yeah. He but wasn't, all. isn't the dad also, he's like a filmmaker and doctor? He's a, brewer, pa- he was a, pa- a he is a, pa- a podiatrist. 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 And yeah. he makes films. He yeah. has like a, but like the yeah, place the, is really cool because they have like, I recognize a couple photos from the, they have just like all these different like snapshots from photos or from mm-hmm. films or just, advertisements, I don't even know, just random pictures. And so I recognized a couple from Tusk, mm-hmm. but the Kevin Smith movie yeah. with Justin Long. And I was like, okay, who here likes Tusk? Because yeah, this yeah. is a weird that, movie, you know? Yeah. And there's some random skills one, from yeah. it. Yeah, like yeah. he'd never seen it. I don't, have you seen, you haven't, I don't, anyway. I, I haven't, haven't actually seen Tusk and I've seen most of Kevin Smith It's a weird stuff, one. Yeah. It's a weird, I recommend if you're into like. I like Kevin Smith. Odd horror mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And Justin Long is I do too. And great. I just never saw that It's one. like yeah. Red, Red State is. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's a sleeper. It's a sleeper movie. It's like sneaky watch that again. It's yeah. a good one, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, the dad. And he was like, oh, I'm a filmographer. I appreciate yeah. all, you know, I don't know. It was yeah. cool. But yeah, no, it's a cool, cool tap room. Yeah, definitely check it out. I was, I was say, uh, speaking of the dry uh, county ones, uh, doesn't have to be a dry county. It just has to be a, uh, a dry area because our uh, some friends of ours started a brewery in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville City, you should check it out. I was going to is dry, one. yeah, for no good reason. <laughs> the Air Force Base, probably. <sighs> That's you, not a good reason because the Air Force Base itself is wet. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, so you could drink on <laughs> like there's base. There's something there, right? Yeah, you can know. go drink on base. You just can't go to the town and and, and, and like get a liquor so store. So many so. red tapes. Yeah, it's 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 really really dumb. But anyway, uh, they opened up a great uh, tap room uh, with a barbershop attached. Ooh. And so you can get your haircut while drinking one of their man. beers. Yeah. So my last haircut, which is my first in like a year, um, I went there. I was like, I'm going to have me. Uh, uh, they, they make a really nice tamarind IPA. So I had a tamarind IPA while I got, got my haircut. Yeah. It's Mike Green and Jay. I can't remember yeah, his last yeah, name. I'm yeah. sorry. But they both used to brew at Diamond Bear among Yeah, they worked at Diamond places, Bear. They try uh, for a while, they were working on uh, Blood Eagle, which was mm-hmm. a Viking-themed brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that never quit. Ca- uh, quite came to I didn't fruition. Realize that was them. That That's was them. Super yeah, cool. and so the, and then they bopped around a little bit and then started this place. But if you get a chance, the, the it's good beer. Have, uh, have y'all solid. ever made a mead? Uh, we a, can't. Yeah, legally we can't. Um, Allegedly. Well, I'm just kidding. We've done Why? Why is that? Uh, it's uh, it's permitted as a wine in Arkansas. Oh, okay. We have to make stuff that's grain based. Yeah, yeah. Really? Except for cider. We have under six point two by yeah, the way. Yeah, we have a special whatever. we have a special um uh exception that we can make uh not strong cider, like 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 beer strength cider. Yeah. Uh once it gets above that uh, that six point two it becomes a wine and we have to get a wine permit. So is that what Black Apple has? Or do they have yeah, uh, yes, uh, Black a Apple has a wine permit. Okay, cool. Um, but they do they not. Like that, that's yeah. That, that they have a, a wine permit, so they can make as strong as they want. Uh, so there's like seven, eight uh, percent. So we had a uh, before b- before we got the law uh, before the law was changed. Um, we actually had both a brewery and a wine permit to make our ciders, uh, but then they said we could just do it. Just with combine our it. Permit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and we didn't get the second one anymore. Uh, but me, you have to have a wine permit. Now we mentioned Kent Walker cheese. Um, uh, Kent and Chris, uh, uh, Slaymaker, um, uh, Kent took, took her name. Uh, they now have a meadery in their basement in, uh, Colorado where they move. I think Chris makes most, yeah, does yeah, the Chris makes yeah. It. So yeah, yeah. So, so she wants to do some sort of collaboration with us. It's like, well, we can't do a me, but we might be able to do like a, a, a braggot, um, mm-hmm. or like there's a, a couple of like honey, um, this is where the history, yeah, honey and grain, um, like con- combinations, and so, so maybe someday, maybe someday we'll get there, or, or, or we might even be able to do a sizer. Like if we if we add honey to a to a cider, we might be able to get away with that. If it She's not get doing too barrel strong. aging, okay. anything. So say we could use I an old barrel or something. Think so yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there might be something in the a cousin of mead in the future because they want to do something with us. Okay. Are there any uh, talks of mead in the state? I guess we can't really uh, there talk about There was it, a meadery like, that was in the works, I think, in like Alexander or something. Really? Um, uh, but I haven't heard about it in a while. Okay. Um, uh, I knew there was one that was going to work, but I don't think anybody has started. Now, pro- definitely a market problem for with it, me, though, is that um, you have to have been making it for a couple of years before you can True. like actually like start the selling it. The whiskey dilemma. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it, it takes a while yeah. like, uh, uh, to get to market. And so, yeah, there just uh, there just hasn't been any, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, no meads for us, but we might. Um, we we have made a number of things with honey, though, 
and and I'd like to kind of expand on that a little bit more. Uh, uh, maybe do because that's a that's a that's a good easy fermentable sugar uh, that you can get locally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. especially uh, with how many honey farms we have. Yeah. yeah in exactly. Arkansas. Totally, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So one of the, one of the things that you know you were talking about when we did that event with you just a couple months ago was I guess somebody found like a recipe from like the 18th century or something like that. Yeah. So what became of that? Was it the I don't know. You should definitely talk about the George Brothers. I think this might have been the Porter, but you should talk about the George Brothers. Yeah. Um. Um. Which event was that? Uh. It was the Underground. I think it was. It was, a, it was a, just yeah. a private. Like, oh, just oh, a private oh, oh. So, so it was the Embry. The uh, it was probably it was the, the Embrys that was on. Yeah. yeah. That that's a that's a great beer for Zikar. Um. Uh. So uh, th- that goes back to my living history days at the mm-hmm. museum. Um. Um. Uh. David Embry. Uh, had um, a brewery in Cincinnati in the 18 teens. Uh, and uh, they made porter because everybody made porter back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like the beer that the entire world drank. Uh, and so uh, American porter uh, was tended to be different from English porter uh, in that it would have corn and either honey um, or um, uh, if you're on the coast, uh, like molasses. Uh, but some some kind of cheap sugar uh, that you can get in there. Uh, and so uh, I had Theron recreate this just kind of based on some research we did because that was the first American brewery that started shipping um, uh, down the Mississippi River Valley. Uh, so they were in Cincinnati, but they were sending it to New Orleans, Nashville, Natchez. Uh, there aren't a lot of big cities in this neck of the woods mm-hmm. in the 18 teens, uh, but that one was brewed because that was probably the first, like, commercially mass produced American beer that, uh, that you, that you saw, um, in the wet, in what was then the Western United States in the Mississippi river Valley. Uh, so I haven't found evidence quite yet that, that it landed on the shores of Arkansas, but there's a good chance that, uh, that some of it did just because it went to all the other places uh, nearby. Uh, it's just that we didn't have a newspaper yet to talk about it. So how do you, how do you look up the history of that? Like you said, you haven't found history of it. Yeah. So how do you, how do you go about that? Um, there's a lot of brewing manuals from the period. Uh, uh, so, um, so we've looked at some of those. Uh, there's some um, specific recipes that have survived. Um, uh, the most famous being George Washington's Porter recipe uh, that he made at Mount Vernon um, after he was president. Uh, his used molasses, which was uh, easier to get in Virginia than mm-hmm. it would have been in Ohio. Um, uh, but um, also... Uh, just some research, uh, some other stuff. Uh, uh, the breweries in Cincinnati and the St. Louis at the time would often advertise uh, that they were buying honey, um, uh, as well as uh, as different grains. And uh, and we just know in general, American breweries uh, from the get go use corn because uh, there was just a lot more of it than barley. Uh, and so uh, that was just kind of the historic um, uh, American brewing grain. Um, uh, you can't. It's hard to ba- make a beer with just corn, uh, but you mix it, uh, you cut cut your barley with it, um, uh, you get uh, uh, get a pretty good product. And so, uh, so that was kind of the research the, uh, that I did that that turned to that. Uh, now, Megan mentioned the George Brothers beer, um, uh, which is um, we still have some on tap. Yeah, it's uh, stiffed. Yeah, it's stiffed. Um, that is our recreation of what we think was the first beer brewed in Arkansas. Okay. Uh, so there were some German immigrants that came to Arkansas in the 1830s. And by 1840, they had uh, opened up a beer garden in Little Rock, downtown Little Rock called the City Garden. It's uh, 
where the Axion building was. So yeah, I mean, about the, four blocks from where we. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, now, now they now the Simmons first Simmons, building number yeah. five. Yeah, yeah is uh, 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 <laughs> it, but they have the a compound. Pri- yeah, <laughs> they have a private park there, and that's where the city garden was. Uh, and this place, this place was super cool. Uh, so it was the first place that brewed beer. Uh, first account of ice cream being served in Arkansas uh, okay. was at this place. Uh, they had their own um, a coronet society that met there and played concerts. Uh, they would host touring European musicians as they came through uh, for concerts. There was a German marching band uh, that would uh, set off from parades there. Like, I mean, this place was like doing the most uh, back in what like, days that like event? Are we doing that? Yeah, I was going to say, um, uh, the Quapa Court Association was a local historic preservation uh, group for uh, uh, for Central Arkansas. We're actually pairing, uh, we're, we're teaming up with Loblolly uh, Creamery uh, and we're making uh, the George brothers and they're going to make uh, a historically inspired ice cream. And we're going to have our take on the city garden. Really? Uh, at, Are the accordion uh, people coming? I don't know who she's getting for music, uh, but, but it's going to be at current hall, which is one of the oldest surviving buildings yeah. in, in little rock. Uh, so contemporary to the city garden. So we're going to have ourselves uh, that's um Last Sunday of August, I think. Okay. Uh, August 29th, cool. uh, I think it is. Yeah, we're going to have beer and ice cream. Uh, 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 sort of a beer and ice cream social. Yeah. Uh, 1840 style. Yeah, 1840 style. <laughs> Adult but yeah. beer floats. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but that one uses local honey. Um, uh, buckwheat. Yeah, smoked buckwheat. Saison um, uh, uh, yeast. Uh, all, all sorts of, uh, yeah, um, uh, uh, a yeast. that kind of, uh, All these things that kind of mimic what was available back then. Because, um, yeah, I kind of geek out on beer history. I do want to say it had like some molasses <laughs> in it or something too. Yeah, it does. It, yeah. It's got molasses in it as yeah, well. Yeah, it's like yeah, molasses, yeah. buckwheat, wheat, yeah. smoked malts. It's just kind of like an interesting hodgepodge really? as far as, yeah, what That's they probably had on hand back yeah. then. Yeah. So, so Mark and I are big book readers. We like sure. books and stuff. Is there is there a book that you know of, like a history of beer that anybody should you know sit down and read? Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? It's, uh, I think it's called Beer in America. Um, um, Got on my backpack at home, and I'm trying to remember the author. Nerd. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, uh, it, it's a pretty it's a pretty good read, but it it, it goes through the history of uh, of uh, really beer up until about uh, the Civil War, which is when it got industrialized. Yeah. Um. And and, and the beer industry kind of changed. Uh. uh but um. It, it goes into the early history quite a bit. Um, uh, which is pretty interesting stuff because uh, uh, there were, uh, there were there's always been a ton of breweries in the U.S. Uh, and uh, and so uh, there's uh, there's just some real and, and brewing um, uh, in the mid 19th century really kind of transitioned from in America from like brewing English styles to German immigrants brewing German styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, it was it was porters and pale ales and stuff like that. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, uh, that one's, that one's a good, good, easy one to pick up and read. Um, uh, that, uh, that, that's specifically about, uh, uh, a beer in, in, in what's now the United States, but start starting with like the Dutch colonies and Jamestown okay. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, so it's, um, uh, uh, that's the one I'd recommend. I, as I said, I'd have to look, look up the, um, uh, the, uh, the, the author. In America? Uh, it's, it's something like beer in America. Beer in America. Um, okay. uh, but, um, I can't. I can't remember the specifics right now. Well, there was a great PBS multi-part special about prohibition. 
Yes, yeah. There um, was amazingly. What's his face did it? Yeah, yeah. There was amazingly interesting about like the, the guy that does like the <clears throat> Civil War documentary. Kim, Kim, Kim Burns. Kim Burns. Kim Burns. Yeah. Oh my god! There was yeah. just amazing uh, detail about the breweries and yeah. all of the. It had all the political stuff and all of the yeah. you know. But it, it had an amazing amount of information about the breweries and stuff. The the breweries during Prohibition are fascinating, or like like what they did to survive. Yep. Like the ones that came out of it, because we had about half as many breweries come out of it as went into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the ones that did uh, were like, you know, Coors made um, a malt, mm-hmm. uh, but like for molten milk. Uh, like they were selling molten milk uh, uh, yeah. and stuff. And a lot of them uh, were selling um, just malt extract. Uh, so it's what homebrewers used to make beer, yeah. uh, but they would just sell that um, yeah. uh, and, and you'd make your own beer. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but it was really, it's really fascinating how, uh, how they weathered it yeah. um, and, and how they came out. And of course, you know, uh, prohibition uh, uh, very much led to the consolidation that like when I was born, there were 50 breweries in the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, like, you know, there was zero variety yeah. uh, in what was being produced. And and now we've got, what'd you say? We have 47 in Arkansas alone. Yeah. Beer yeah. in America, the yeah, early years, 1587 yep. to it. 1840. That's it. Thanks it Mark coming in clutch. Greg Smith. <coughs> Oh, Cite your sources. That there sounds like go. a good one to have a beer with and have a cigar with and just plow One hundred percent. You can yeah. get it for two dollars and nineteen cents <laughs> off a trade paperback site. Sweet. Oh, nice. I will download it as an audiobook because <laughs> order I, it from Wordsworth Books <laughs> yeah. here in town. Oh, is it Support local. Well, I've got I've got know, a, I've I'm got a gift card for there too. So oh nice. There you go. Yeah. I talked to you. If they don't have it in store, they'll definitely order it or get in their warehouse or whatever. The first podcast I was on, I smoked a solid quarter inch of my cigar. What? I cried. Can I ask a random question back? I still, I know this is beer. Anyway, what's the weirdest ingredient you've seen in beer? Did they have like acorns or squat? I know you sent me one with like Buck, juniper buckwheat. berries. Buckwheat uh, is bu- weird. Yeah, uh, buckwheat's a grain though. Um, uh, it seems there was a lot of like, uh, the, uh, one that I, I, I'm kind of curious about um, is that they were doing pumpkin juice. Like, like, like it's what you get when you process pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, cause we'll grow pumpkins at the garden. Courtney will process it and we'll have all this juice. And we're like, we, we don't know what to do with this. It's like next time I'm going to ferment it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, uh, that was a big one. Um, that is not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's um, uh, a little nutmeg, and- a little sweet potato or something. Yeah, they, yeah sweet potatoes. Like the, there was a lot of those uh, where they would throw the. Uh, of course, to be a beer, it's got to got to be grain based. Uh, but um, uh, but they were using a lot of uh, uh, various vegetable matter and botanicals, just really whatever was on hand, uh, mm-hmm. and they would throw that in. Uh, does that uh, does that book have recipes and stuff in it? Or um, it, it, yes. Um, it, <laughs> It's got period recipes, okay. uh, so they're not really ones that are going to be easy to uh, create. But um, uh, there are some books out there that that specifically are like homebrew recipes for 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 like historic and classic styles and stuff like that. Because I've got that one because we 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 learn out a lot on historic styles, and so there's a few beers that we've done like the Lichtenheiner Weiss and the Kottbusser, uh and and uh, the uh, the Dompf beer. Um, uh, like our, that are old German styles, mm-hmm. um, uh, that have just random crazy ingredients. Uh, and so, uh, that's something that, um, um, that's something we have a lot of fun with, yeah. uh, is, is doing, 
uh, super obscure extinct beer styles. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, both recreations of American ones, but also just like extinct uh, European ones that nobody makes anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, uh, it can be a lot of fun. No, I, yeah. I, I, I love that. That's, uh, that's cool. Like, so there was a time when Mark and I went down to uh, Steinhouse Keller down in Hot oh, Springs. Yeah, I love that place. And like, when you look at that beer menu, it, it's almost a little overwhelming. You're like, I yeah. don't know what any of these are. So it's like, the waitress is like, what would you like? I was like, I this, just here. I'm just going to put my finger down right, right. and bring me that, right. and I want a small boot. Right, I mean, right, <laughs> right, right. It's just like, and if I like it, then give me the big boot. Well, because that's one of those places, like, uh, uh, I love what you can do, where they've got, like, four or five different kinds of bison. Because uh-huh. uh, you yeah. can get a crystal bison, you can get a heavy bison, you can get a dunkel bison, you can get a bison bock. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we do all those. Like, like, like we do all those kind of... Uh, uh, Theron uh, really beers. does like the German Yeah, yeah, he likes yeah. the German beers a lot. Because we do a... Uh, he does a great Rogan beer, which is which is a rye-based Hefe bison, okay. uh, which is an old style that they kind of stopped making uh, a while ago. Uh, and, um, and there's just a lot of those... German beer specifically, but but really a lot of European, like Belgium to England to a lesser extent, uh, every town had its own brewery and its own style of beer. Uh, and, and a lot of these got lost with industrialization and where bigger breweries are all making the beers that are the most popular and they're kind of right. pushing out the, uh, the small ones. But it used to be there were just thousands and thousands of beer styles right. uh, because it would be a different beer every town you went to and that town would be known for it. And some of those survive, like Kolsch is the beer Cologne makes, Berlitterweiss is the beer that Berlin, uh, Gosa is the, is the beer Lipzig uh, uh, made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then a lot of them just didn't. They just disappeared. Uh, and so it's been kind of fun to, uh, to, to try to bring some of those back. Uh, and uh, that's kind of the... Um, um, the weird spur of the craft beer movement while, while everything's getting like, while the sours and the IPAs and all that stuff are going crazy. More there's, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, uh, there, there, there's some fanboys that are starting to make like you know, weird, yeah. weird extinct German beers on the side. Yeah. So, so we're, we're, we're glad to be part of that mo- part of the movement. Well, I, <laughs> I'm glad you're part of it too. So I need a refill. All right. Oh, Barrel age coming up. New beer. We yeah. At. Okay. Cool. So, wh- so while that one is getting poured, um, what is some new stuff that Stone Th- Stone's Throw is, is has got going on? Well, one of the big ones we're uh, uh, we're uh, enjoying tonight is that um, last uh, really a year ago for our anniversary we bottled our first beer. We were draft only, and we bottled the anniversary stout and the barrel aged anniversary stout um, uh, last Fourth of July. Oh, that's like oil. I love that. Right. Already. And and ever since then, um, uh, we've been uh, doing all of our kind of specialty high alcohol beers mm-hmm. and, and bomber bottles. Okay. Uh, and then earlier this year, um, uh, we started nope. started nope. doing cans, tall boy cans. Uh, so that, that's honestly a huge development for us. Um, uh, we spent seven of our eight years being growlers, growlers only or, or by the pint. Um, the beers you're having right now, uh, you can get a lot of those at um, um, uh, Colonial Legacy. Yeah. Uh, so if somebody pops by for uh, uh, for a cigar here, they could just go down the road and pick up a bottle or a four pack to take with them. Nice. So that that's that's honestly probably the biggest development in Stone's Throw 
in a long time because that's a big pivot from what we've always done. Yeah, because you already did the the, the can crawlers. Yeah, thing. we did the crawlers. Yeah, yeah. So. But those you still had to come to the tap room for. <clears throat> this <throat> is the first time we we've put something in a, like a bottle or a can and then sent it to a liquor store. Yes, and so that's um uh, that that uh, that's huge for us. That's a uh, that's a really big uh, uh, big development. And that's all that's all Megan and Theron. They all did that after I was gone. So awesome. so credit where credit's due. So uh, so what is this one that that I'm now drinking, which is, oh, if if la- <laughs> if the last one was a hug, yeah, I don't know what this one is this because grandma's getting dirty. Yeah, yeah. Because this, this gra- might be grandma's like, wet kiss. I think <laughs> I think when you reach into the cookie jar and grandma slaps your hand, that's oh, what this is. Man, because you, so the very first thing I got was that burst of sweetness that you yes. didn't get with the last one. No. You get that oaky sourness on this. On this the, one just on it's the nose, so though. it just dances on the tongue, just that real burst of just that natural sweetness that yeah. is really really nice. What um what kind of barrel was this one in? This one it is fun. Okay, so yes, this is the anniversary stout that we then barrel aged for about 6 to 9 months, I think, um in barley whiskey. Okay. Oh yeah, barrels, that's right. which it makes I think for a much um from rock richer, yeah. more like chocolatey bready sort of um characteristics from the barrel whereas um you because uh, i mean most most whiskeys are you know heavily corn based right yeah um, like it has to be 51 yeah. percent marley but they're yeah. barley but there is still corn in there but i think this was at least you know i'm not sure a, a higher ratio of yes, barley so i think correct. i don't yeah. know if it's fully no corn but it, i think like i said it came out in much more oh. richer yeah. Th- this one is this one will go would way. go with a nice. This one is a Maduro cigar right here. Oh yeah. This needs to have okay. like uh, the Fuente Triple Eight, uh, the Añejo. This would be, you know, almost maybe something with a little spice to right. play with that sweetness and everything as well. Uh, but yeah, this is this is top. And that's um, <laughs> if you go to my basement right now. Um, uh, one of the things I like about these bottles is that you can cellar them. Uh, so I still have, I don't know, um, probably six bottles of each, the anniversary stout and the barrel age from last year uh, that I've just been sitting on. Uh, so, um, uh, when I get my bottles for this year, I'll, pop them open side by side like, all right, let's, let's, let's see what's happened because this, this is uh, even though it's been in a barrel for a few, uh, uh, for, for, uh, however many months this is still young mm-hmm. uh, like like this beer will will evolve as it ages uh and so it's not going to be taking on any barrel characteristics but uh, uh the characteristics that it does have are going to uh soften uh and and they'll they'll just kind of blend together uh, uh more and more and more and so this is this is one of those beers that it, it, it's it's not necessarily better older, uh, but it does change as it gets older, uh, and so I'm kind of excited to see what a what a year has done to uh, to that barrel aged beer. In my head, it's kind of like when you make a lasagna, mm-hmm. right? And it's good the first day, right? But you yeah. put it in the fridge, and it like really all recongeals. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? like, and, and it's stuff. like a whole new thing, like all together. Yeah, it's like a stew and a chili is always better exactly. the next day. Exactly, kind of exactly. you know, like the flavors really yeah. get to like work together yeah, and be, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so know. like. What makes a beer skunky if you get something from the fridge, you open it up, he's like, yeah, it's not so bad. It's not so good. But you said you've had, you know, you got bottles from last year. So where, where does the skunkiness come into play or how does that happen? Uh, So uh, Megan, Megan, skunky is light. Skunky is light. Skunky is a a, a specific off flavor uh, that comes from, uh, from exposure to light. Light exposure. So in all the bottles or all the bottles you use are the dark 
Yeah, the we use the dark ones, okay. and, and and we we keep them we keep them in the dark. Okay. It uh, excludes brown glass will exclude about ninety eight percent of UV rays, yeah. whereas clear okay. glass is like nothing, and green glass is about twenty percent. Okay, so Heineken is skunky by design because yeah. people it, look it, for that at yeah, this yeah, point. It, it, okay. that, you know? that, that's what that's what they're going. Um, for. if you get something that's really like syrupy, we associate it with like wet cardboard yeah. almost. Like it just doesn't have that carbonation there anymore. Yeah, it's probably that it wasn't sealed really well or maybe it got hot and cold and then just like the pressure caused it to not be sealed properly yeah. anymore and so it's got oxygen in there and it's okay. oxidized so light and oxidation are probably the quickest things to ruin a beer okay um yeah so you want to make sure it's dark and it's cool so like you said his basement yeah yeah no and and, and 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 it's true like like to to cellar beer you you have to do it i mean, I mean it's, it's like keeping a cigar in a humidor yeah uh so you if, if you throw it if you throw it in the you know your glove compartment or the refrigerator or something like that, it, it's not going to be as good yeah. as yeah. If, if you had kept it in an, an ideal environment. Yeah. Like someone uh, said, they just put some like they got a, several crowlers and just put it in their cabinet for months, like, yeah, and then they were like, "This isn't good anymore." Like, no, it's not going to be good yeah, when you put it in the cabinet. To, you're not person, to do that. like, yeah. because yeah. <laughs> growlers are not designed to. I mean, what do they say? <clears throat> growler's good for a couple, three weeks. A gra- growler that week is usually max. Uh, is usually yeah, the seventy-two max hours. Crowler like maybe a month is usually what I do. Hey, uh, I did drink the Gruet that we had. I had one from May that I drank whoa. like the other day. It was good. It was all right. Yeah. It still retained carbonation, and, and stuff, it's not. It's not universal. Sometimes they will hold up great, but the potential for them to go bad is that increases exponentially the longer you have it i will say out of the maybe a hundred growlers i got from you i don't think i've had one last 16 hours (laughs) (laughs) it's best fresh you must have a hole in your growler you're drinking it it the way you're supposed to it's best when it's fresh (laughs) all right so somebody we have people that come in from like other cities and stuff we have friends all over the u.s and when they if they come to little rock and they come to your place what is the perfect flight for them to try that represents Stone's Throw? That represents Stone's Throw, I guess I would say the the house flight. If you haven't been there before, it's a good get-to-know-you flight. We have it at a good price just to kind of incentivize it because it comes with eight five-ounce pours, so it's our five-year rounds. 40 ounces of beer. It's 40 ounces of beer for 14 bucks. It's not a bad deal. Yeah. Craft, Ooh. good beer. So it comes with our three seasonals, our five-year rounds, so you're getting eight five-ounce pours of beer. Um, so I think, like I said, year rounds of seasonals is a good way to be like, okay, what is this place about? This is what they're clearly most proud of and mm-hmm. you know like they're willing mm-hmm. to keep on tap you know it's made it made that cut you know what i mean um but i mean or what is i stand your, by all say, of our what beer. is what is your flight then what do i say come in and get to build your own if i'm going to do it if i'm going to yeah. go to a place and they have that option i'm going to build my own okay you know what i mean if because I, I know enough about what i like and what i don't like mm-hmm. that i could look at a board and you know but if you don't know that if you're a new beer drinker definitely come in or i could sit and talk any of our staff could sit and talk through it with you and yeah. figure out what you like and suggest things and build your own and kind of because i don't want you to buy an eight taster flight that you're going to hate half of it. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. If you tell me what you like, that's where we come in. We can help you with that and, you know, find well, the things that'll kind of hone in on and your when it comes to that, uh, uh, as a small brewery with a lot of taps, we have a lot of things um, uh, changing constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we have a lot of turnover. And so, so the, uh, the flight she mentioned, that's the stuff we always have. Uh, but then everything else, um, uh, like you come in one week and get a, uh, and get a flight next week. We'll have a completely different. Totally different on. Yeah. yeah. And so, that's uh, awesome. uh, that, uh, that's always a lot of fun. So, so I can't tell you which flight to get because I don't know what's going to be on when you mm-hmm. come. Um, and, uh, and one thing, one thing, uh, uh, Megan's developed is that they do have little mini flights of the week. 
um, uh, that will be, here's all of our IPAs. Or uh, for instance, for, for our anniversary, 4th of July, you could have come in and gotten four different kinds of the anniversary stout to, to try side by side. Um, like I said, we had the two cellared versions this yeah, year's yeah. and the barrel aged. So, so we will suggest like a flight based on what's there. Mm-hmm. That's like, hey, these are some good ones to kind of try together. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, it's... I, I hate to, to steer people too much in one direction or the other. Uh, order, order what you like. Like, mm-hmm. like, like build mm-hmm. a flight based on what you like to drink. If you'd like dark beers, try all the dark beers. If you like hoppy beers, try all the hoppy beers. Um, and like oh, we said, it's stiff. We've got 20 taps. We can figure yeah, out a decent yeah. flight I was gonna say, if of you, any if you want, If you want to try uh, either um, find, uh, get, get a nice exploration of what we have to offer, or, or if you're just trying to find what craft beers you like, Sift Station is the way to go because there are so many choices mm-hmm. uh, and you can try a, a just a, such a broad spectrum uh, uh, of beers uh, that uh, uh, you know th- that's kind of been our philosophy the entire time like uh, there's a beer drinker in everybody you just haven't found the right beer yet yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and so that's that's the place where you go and like keep going and see you, we think you'll find a beer that you like yeah uh, so or at least a cider that you like <laughs> <laughs> so, so Friday night after you know date night we can go to stiff station and be like you know i want a flight you choose you surprise me yep. do you like do you like that kind of stuff because i love it when yeah. people come in here be like i want to get you know a box of cigars and you choose and i'm like you're giving me full reign like yeah just pick whatever like my awesome. only my only it. question is, is like any hard nose do you have any hard nose yeah, anything that would be like horrible like, yeah. which oh, yeah. you i guess i'm learning you don't but mo maybe i don't know if, like if you came in and I was I, the, working, the, like, the one thing i i haven't found the right one for me yet is a sour. I'm okay. not. I'm not the biggest sour fan. Mm-hmm. But you like. Gosa's. But you would probably like our Berliner Weiss. But though. I think that's the yeah. one that I've liked because yeah. the Gosa is technically a sour, mm-hmm. and so I think it just uh, in and that's and that's the especially with like sours. Uh, uh, there are about four or five different main varieties of si- sours. Mm-hmm. So like a Gosa. It's actually going to be our manager uh, uh, educational it, yeah, portion yeah, yeah. this week. Uh, is. So so like a, like a Gosa is just just a lactic acid sour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Belgian ones will have like Brett or uh, which is a bacterial yeah and all that sort of stuff. And so there are uh, so so there are different kinds of sours based on what souring agent that they use. Uh, and, and so the Berliner Weiss uh, is really approachable. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably the most approachable. Um, uh, try with a little ginger syrup and that's how I like it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, but, uh, the, um, the, but it's just like hops, like, like uh, a lot of, um, uh, my wife Courtney's this way. She didn't like hoppy beers until she figured out which, what kind of hop she liked. Mm-hmm. And it's almost she, like cilantro. Like yeah. I feel like some people are just yeah, genetically yeah. like turned yeah, off by yeah, some hops. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And she tried a bunch of different ones, and then she had a beer with Cascade, which is kind of a grapefruity uh, uh, citrus flavor. She said, oh, I like these. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Um, uh, the sours are the same way. Like there's different kinds of sours. Uh, so try a few of them and I, and, 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 and just kind of narrow down what, which one, what you don't like, mm-hmm. uh, and, and what you do like, but, but that's, uh, sorry, sidetrack. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, if a flight, uh, uh I would probably ask, what do you like and what, what you don't like? I like to know both mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, to kind of steer in the right di- direction. But yeah, our folks can definitely like put together. It's like, okay, this is what I think you might enjoy. Uh, and uh, and we love we love first timers coming in. Uh, we get a lot of uh, people passing through and, uh, and, and, and 
always, and, 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 and everybody on staff's um, um, uh, kind of trained to do this as well, I'm always going to suggest a flight first mm-hmm. uh, uh, because, and, and I always get a flight whenever I go to another brewery, mm-hmm. uh, um, which will get me in trouble uh, because, <laughs> well, I want to try one of everything. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it used to be, that was fine. You got yeah. like six, maybe eight beers. Um, 24. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've <laughs> done that three before. Or four breweries in I a day. have, yeah. I have actually gotten a flight of like 20 something beers. It's like, Oh, Oh, shout out to superior bathhouse oh, down geez, in hot springs. The, they have yeah. the, what is it? The, the, the paddle? What uh, are they called? The uh, oar paddle? It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the bathtub or something like that. The bathtub. Flight, it's flight, basically, yeah. yeah, they bring it out and it's like literally one of everything that they have. It's so like, it's like 24, yeah, 18. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Something like that. They just bring it out. It's literally like this long. But but the re- the reason I do that is because I I know what I like and, yeah. and and dislike. But at the same time, I try everything. You want to see what they're good at, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 yeah, the beer. The, the, there might be beers that are not my favorite beers that they do very well, uh, yeah. and I might like their version of it when I didn't like uh, uh, when I didn't like it before. So I want I want to I want to see what they've got. That opportunism yeah. Yeah, coming yeah, back yeah. in. Yeah. I want to yeah. I, I, I want to uh, I, I want them to show off. Uh, to be yeah. so, so what's it, the best beer town that you've been to and also what's the best cigar town that y'all have traveled to oh god um, so little rock's a great beer town so yeah honestly little rock, that's good. honestly great little rock yeah um i mean I, san luis isn't a bad beer san town. san luis is pretty good yeah but my favorite beer town because i'm um i'm a uh, i'm uh and I'm blanking on it. They have the thir- 312 Urban Ale, which is Goose one- Island. Goose Island. Chicago, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Goose Island fan, and I can drink a ton of those Urban Ale, uh, 312 mm-hmm. Urban Ale. I've a minute, man. Yeah. I think those are, I mean, those are Austin really smooth. Is- Austin's, Austin's a, a nice Austin's one. Good. I, I, uh, they have so little, many. I haven't been there, but I feel like that's they have so many little like boutique places, which maybe like oh, we're that, you know. But that yeah. means that I don't get to try those places, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. My uh, probably both uh, San Diego. San Diego's San Diego's got just one of the biggest beer scenes in the country. Uh, uh, but but also um, uh, they've they've got a good cigar scene, and at least it used to be they had um, a, at least one really really good cigar shop just across the board in Tijuana, uh, so you could get all the things you I've couldn't been, get. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, so, I've been to Tijuana. I've been to San Diego. Yeah. The only problem with San Diego for a cigar scene, I, I really love San Diego. It's a yeah. cool cool place um is and i haven't been there since they started cracking down on smoking outside oh yeah um but the taxes were just yeah, yeah. well that's brutal true. Yeah. Yeah. just like where you're going uh i'm not paying 25 bucks for a rocky patel but yeah. um i love san diego great food scene great san diego is a cool town you ever been to california man y'all oh, yeah. no, real nice like, over here and i mean cigar city wise San Diego, i, I gotta go cool vibe. something florida tampa yeah. miami yeah. something like yeah. that yeah and I, I've been to Florida a ton, but I haven't actually smoked a ton in Florida. Yeah. Um, uh, I tell you, I'm, I'm going to go, because, uh, you know, St. Louis is the coolest city. <laughs> uh, St. Louis has probably four or five of coolest uh, cigar places. Huh. Yeah. Uh, they have like, uh, they have, they have a, a surprisingly good. Chicago has a ton of old cigar shops and new cigar shops. Yeah. Um, Casa yeah. Monte Cristo I, up in Chicago is one of the I best. I do love Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago's um, pretty cool, but yeah. um, uh, you know, obviously Springfield, Illinois, still. I feel. I feel like <laughs> since I owned a shop there, yeah, the, the, <laughs> like the the Wisconsin area would be like a good beer. cigar place. No, like good no, beer. No, I feel like they'd have like a good, lot of good Christmas. solid German style yeah. beers. You know, are you kidding? Yeah, oh, a lot of red yeah. meat or like or, or like I mean, oh. you got to go. 
got to go where the... It's, I mean, it's the reason I am not picking St. Louis is because they <laughs> make a, a really bad beer there. But like, okay, like I would think you would have to go where a certain group of people live. I mean, like Wisconsin has a, a lot of Germans or, or Boston with a lot of Irish. Yeah. Something like that. So maybe like Massachusetts somewhere might have a good beer scene. Uh, they do, uh, it, and there's some good breweries there or whatever, but the um, um, the Irish didn't bring a lot of their brewers when they came. So, like, everybody who immigrated from Germany knew how to brew, it seems. Yeah, uh, but, but, like, like only three just, guys from Ireland knew, knew just how to brew. Yeah, they just knew how to fight. Yeah, <laughs> so, I did so a lot the of Irish the brought. Like, yeah. history stuff. And but hey, we're here, man. That's where we're at. Yeah, it's easier to distill, too. I mean, it's easier to make whiskey corn you know it was and that's what a lot of the Irish but also i mean did. like we said the whiskey dilemma like you're there it's 12 years for a proper 10 you yeah, know what i mean three then, whatever they, so they I mean, you're pretty invested they so i understand why they yeah. well it's fair it's fair <laughs> fair but i understand was, being more invested it was the 18 months trying to give them credit being more invested in that not wanting just to leave straight jet fuel then that's exactly right we know about the white lightning around here fresh out the radiator yes yeah well we did uh we did a whiskey tasting with bar Town with uh, a cigar club we were in, and they did. They sent us four little bottles of stuff, and one of them was clear. And they're all. Oof. And so my guy, my buddy from Kentucky, JJ, says, "Oh, I'm excited about the clear." And I'm going like, "Yeah, you and I both know what the clear is, yeah. right? I'm, I'm telling you what <laughs> the clear is. We both grew up on farms, dude. We right, know what right, the clear right, is. Right, right. He's going, this is, this is great.' And I'm going, "Yeah, this yeah. is this is." Yeah, he could is, put that. He could put that in his. I'm big sending ring. mine to you, dude. I know what this is. I don't drink this anymore. <laughs> this is the reason I have diabetes right. yeah. now. Yeah. I use this to clean tractor parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Brake cleaner. So this is really good distillate. Yeah, it's still distillate. It's still distillate. <laughs> no, no. All right. So your Man. big. So your big party is two weeks away. By the time this comes out, right? Where yeah. can people get tickets, or what do they need to do to make sure they can get in? Show up. You can definitely get in if you show up. We'll definitely be taking gate admissions. So come out to Stone Star Mac Park on July 31st, 4 to 10 p.m. Have a great party. But in the meantime, you can get your tickets in either of our tap rooms at Stone Star Mac Park or Stone Star Stiff Station. I'm not going to throw the addresses at you. That's a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you can them. also, yeah, Google them. You'll, you'll find us. Um, and you can get them on our Square site. Um, you can get our VIP tickets. We're not doing online pre-sales for the general admission, but you can get those in our tap room. So come and see us and get your beer flight, grab your general admission ticket for $3. Um, just it's $3 to get in for pre-sales versus $5 at the gate, or you get a $70 VIP ticket for early bird prices. And that gets all your sunstar beer for the evening that covers your gate admission, gets you access to an indoor bar, indoor restrooms, um, gets you hors d'oeuvres from Kenny yeah. from who runs distant, tel- distant relatives cuisine, which is our kitchen at Mac park, which is nice. so on point, man. He's doing big things there. Um, is but that, yeah, so he's going to do complimentary did, hors d'oeuvres. He's the one that, that did the pairing oh that you guys can't do. Yeah. That, that yeah, yeah, Kringle yeah, yeah. man. Do you remember the Kringle? I, would, I can't stop thinking about that it. Kringle. The Dutch was Kringle. Amazing. It was like pastry. Want, so, so I missed that cause it was a private event. And I was like, we got a kitchen now. We need to do cigar and we beer pairing be dinners. It, yeah. oh. Like, like, like we need to we, we need to start doing those the, in the grotto. So y'all stay tuned for the the, yeah. the prosciutto. Was it fig or 
prosciutto. Yeah, it was like a prosciutto wrapped date. That's what it was. That's oh what it was. God. Yeah, that, it was like a cheese stuffed date wrapped in prosciutto. Yeah. That and that Kringle. Yeah. Oh my God. It was. Yeah, Kenny did it right, man. He, he's, he's doing big things. We need to start doing this again because we, 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 we were doing mushroom. we were oh. doing those regularly for a long time, like like the beer and cigar Quarterly pairs. Quarterly or a couple of times a year. Yeah. 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 And, and and now that we've we've got like a uh, like a steady kitchen, like we we what y'all did awesome. for that private event, we need we need to do as a public event again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah but, I'm but glad I, that they they kind of commissioned that, but that was a great idea. Yeah, but back to the block party though. The uh, this is the first time that the VIP tickets have been on sale to the general public. This is this is what the sponsors get, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, you can kind of be like your own little sponsor and get that kind of VIP treatment. Well, legit, uh, that air conditioning, you're gonna be one that that day. Wife, you're not gonna be one to go to that poor party go unless there's a VIP ticket. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, and no, seventy bucks. It it's really nice. like it sounds like a, it's a great deal though. The, Honestly, you get a goodie bag at the end the, of the it. Actual, some beer. The actual indoor Mac Park tap room is is just the VIP lounge, so okay. you get that all to yourself. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, but one you of also, the orders in there buffet style, so you just come in, munch, go back out, and yeah. go get your yeah. beer from the tent. Like yeah, yeah. go to the beer tent, show. It's like I'm a VIP. Like here's yeah. your beer, and the so. and the, the cigar section will be right there, right and, there. I mean, so perfect spot. For, <laughs> yeah, get your food, come out, yeah. smoke your I, dessert. I, I know I'll be there, and B will probably be there as well because we love doing that event. Oh, yeah. I, it's oh, yeah. it's one of my favorite things so yeah we're looking forward to it and i i'm glad we had you back on because not only do we get to drink amazing right. beer which is some of my absolute favorite not bullshitting you like that the, <laughs> yeah. the seamus is literally my favorite stout that i've ever had i absolutely love it and then mark and i will both agree that the beer that we had at that dinner or whatever it was was yeah. the best beer we have ever had and d yep. will admit to that too yep. um so we just love that Little so Rock both hat. sexes agree on that. Oh, it's <laughs> from it West so Ham. Good. Like, I mean, we seriously talked about going to a play to not watch the play to just drink, <laughs> just drink, drink the beer. beer. <laughs> just drink the beer. We need to make that one again. We need to make that one again. That yeah, one was, man, we'll that talk was to the Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll Jimmy Christmas, that was spot. Oh, so that good. was just so, so it was good. just so good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Seamus is really good, but that was just a notch above it in a way that was. So, what is your special. beer that Theron has ever made? Your favorite beer. Favorite beer? Because oh, the Trapel is, it's up there. But mine is also like, so when you work for Stone's Throw for three years, you get to commission a beer. Yes. Kind of like have it made in your honor. And so mine was kind of like this, honestly. It's a Belgian Strong Golden Ale. It was 8% because I need to, it's a little bit more drinkable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But had a lot of these same, or not like this, sorry, the Trapel. Yeah. But uh, had a lot of those same notes, the honey, the the peppery. I don't know. So that was probably my favorite that he's ever um, That's because I asked for uh, it. <laughs> Theron, Theron is a very talented lager brewer. Um, oh. uh, the Papa Geyer's Imperial Pilsner is way up there. Oh, don't you even talk to me. Yeah. Uh, so so, so it's, it's a Pilsner. It's a light, crisp, easy-drinking yeah. Pilsner, but it was 9%. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, so good. that was delicious. But I always uh, uh, dark helmet. Uh, the coffee Schwartz beer is oh, always I way I up there. That one. Yeah, that one, we do that one every year. The the coffee uh, uh, um, uh, the the beans will change, mm-hmm. uh, but it's always a dark lager with coffee. Uh, that really one's year, that yeah. one's always one of my favorites. Uh, and I mean, I always love the Doppelbach. So we had that at the pairing with yeah. the Kringle. That was the one we did with the Kringle. Was yeah. The yeah, yeah. That's. I, I and mean, I was gonna ask, do you remember the beer, cigar, and ice cream pairing? Were you at that one? I was not at that. You one. weren't at that one, man. We did that the Papa Guys with like a honey lavender yes. ice cream, and I can't even remember what cigar it was. It was like a really light body. Like, I want to say the honey lavender Oliva, ice cream one is of those, good. Like, it's good. Oliva, it's good. Oliva, it's good. Oliva, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah was, Steve, I, I Steve, was, Steve so did that good. one. I wasn't yeah. able to make that one. It was, it, it was nice. It was nice. As I said that that. Uh, 
that one was, I think, the most surprisingly successful pairing. Because a lot of people were like, eh, ice cream and cigars? It, it had was, a whole other element of so like coating good. your mouth. You yeah, know, like yeah. it was it really was interesting. So it all worked yeah, really well. Another it really, really came out nice. Yeah. And so, yeah, as I said, I, I want to do those again. I, I miss yeah, those. We just need to get with Doug yeah, and yeah. figure out what all you right, want to do. Stay tuned, everyone. That's yeah. coming back. And I will, yeah. I, I will be there. Definitely. Excellent. But I will definitely be there on July 31st. Yeah, in the meantime, come see us. Get your VIP, your general admission tickets, whatever. But be there either way because you'll be sad that you weren't. I promise. Come have a flight. Come get yourself some bombers or some uh, four packs of tall boys to take home. They're great, great by the pool. Lake, whatever, yeah. So I've, that is, I've I'm a, so glad about the cans because yeah, yeah, they can't take growlers on the lake. You know what I mean? The glass, like you know what I mean. I, 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 I pop open a can of a, a, a tall boy of our beer and just just float in the pool. Now it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. Life changing. <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, no, thank you this guys. Awesome. And I loved it and yeah, thanks for bringing the beer and everything. I can't wait for Anytime. a couple of weeks and get that going and. Yeah, looking forward to all the other stuff that we got lined up to to do with y'all because we love doing events, oh, yeah. events with too. y'all. Yeah, yeah, we it, do too. It's so fun Always because a it, great time. it's it's a nice little Venn diagram of people who are cigar smokers and beer drinkers, and then you join them together. And, and everyone just has a fantastic evening. Oh yeah, you know, like Always no one's in a, a bad mood yeah, at something like that. You know, like, real happy. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Well, we'll see y'all July thirty first. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, see everybody else out there. If you need any information, you know, give us a you know, reach us out on Instagram. They can find you on Instagram. What is your Instagram? At Stone's Throw Brewing on Instagram and Facebook. At Stone's Throw Brew on the Twitter. Nice. All right. All over. Everywhere. All right. Well, we will see everybody next week. Be good. Later.